Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of the Band of Bravos, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition actual play live stream here on Twitch. I am your host for this game. I'm Jason Bullman. I'm the director of game design at Paizo. And before we get started today, as always, I'm going to toss it around the horn and let everybody introduce themselves and their characters. James, take it away. <laughs> Hi, I'm James Jacobs. I'm the creative director for Pathfinder. I'll be playing Shenson the Bard, and I'm trying not to read too much into the fact that Jason greeted us with hello, everyone, and not hello, everybody. Yeah, well, what's wrong with you, J Jason? Uh, well, I got my hair cut, so uh, I've <laughs> lost my power. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, does that mean yay. we'll actually have a chance? No. <laughs> but where'd the power go? Well, uh, uh, well, you know, it was all in my hair. Or all the brain <laughs> cells in the hair. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. My head's so much lighter now. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I guess next up we have Marissa. Marissa, who has like three feet of hair over here. Hey guys, I'm Marissa Marie. I'm Paizo's web content manager. I play Ilana Thistlefoot, the halfling druid who finally got to make friends with an animal. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey folks, I'm Jason Keeley, Starfinder developer. I'm playing Rook Thunderbird, the Tango Swashbuckler. And hi everyone, I'm Peyton Smith. I'm the I'm Paizo social media producer. And, and speaking of hair, um, well, to kind of relate to it, our beginner box video finally went up on the YouTube. So people want to see that on Boxer. But I bring that up because as I was going to the office, because we have this awesome fancy table that we got that we were going to do a lot of stuff with, but then we all had to go home, uh, is um, that as I was sitting there and just setting up all the cameras and stuff, I asked uh, Eric to bring me, or Eric Mona, basically to send us one of the beginner box boxes, like one of the physical ones that we had, because we only had like only a few in the office. And uh, he finally passed it over, and he looked at me, and, and he's like, "God, your hair got long." <laughs> so I'm I'm now starting to rival Marissa's hair length at some point. But one thing that we need to take care of, though, for anyone who's new to Band of Bravos, hi, welcome back, everybody. Um, you might notice the hero tokens that above are names here for anybody who's new. These basically kind of help help us out a little bit and you guys can help give us some of these uh via channel points on twitch if you watch us live on twitch every friday at 2 p.m pdt that you are able to uh, contribute your channel points every time you watch a paizo stream these gather up over time and then you can hand them to us because hero points of pathfinder second edition allow the players to re-roll you know uh any kind of like d20 results so say for example we made a really bad roll we can re-roll it in hopes of getting a higher one and just to balance out you guys helping us out jason here who just really wants us all dead he also has his own version which are called villain points so i have my reference sheet here uh marissa you currently have one point i as lorne have two keely as rock thunderbird has one Mr. James Jacobs, you currently have one, and Mr. Bowman oh. is already capped out at three. We don't go beyond three. We're not banking any of them. So if someone accidentally spends some your toga or points or whatever, they get extra. We're not banking them. We just max is three, and that's it. So with all that in mind, Mr. Bowman, I don't know how you plan to kill us with three villain points today, but I hope you uh, don't have anything nefarious planned. Well, you know, with three villain points, I can pretty much do whatever I want. But I'm also the GM, so I could already do kind of whatever I want. Yeah, you but... just had three tokens of excuses. <laughs> yeah, now I can blame it on the on on chat. I'd be like, yeah, chat made me. The chat wanted you dead. <laughs> I wasn't gonna be evil, but then chat gave me more points. So 
I kind of had to, to, you know, make them feel like their points were going to a good use. Yeah, make, make them feel special. Make them feel like they're trying yeah. to kill us. Indeed. So uh, when we last left our intrepid band of adventurers, the band of Bravos uh, have been on a long and twisting tale, leaving behind the surface world, heading deep below the, 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 the surface of the earth to treat with a group of orcs that had taken over a mine on behalf of the good goblin king, Brightcrown. You ventured down into this uh, place called the Forever Vault to uh, attempt to uh, score a deal with these orcs who had moved into this mine that you opened up oh so long ago in episodes one and two of this stream. And uh, upon arriving, uh, you finally, you know, after many travails of getting down to Kobold Town where you could meet with the orc emissary, you spoke uh, with Gargetha Clearsight, the orc emissary, and she treated with you but made it clear that the orcs have long been disadvantaged down here in the Forever Vault, and this mine was the first thing that has gone the orcs' way in quite some time, and they were loath to give it up. But perhaps a compromise could be reached, but only if you could find some way to earn their trust. To that end, she mentioned another problem that the orcs have, that they cannot fish. Their people live on the northern shore of the Hungry Lake, uh, but they cannot go out on it and fish. They have no boats, and the boggards will not sell to them. And worse still, the cloakers from the nearby uh, caves hunt them mercilessly. Now, these problems do not apparently affect the drow who live on the other side of the Hungry Lake, but they do affect the orcs, preventing them from being able to fish. Um, so that's a problem. And she said that if you could solve that problem, the orc uh, council might be much more amenable to trusting you. They have been betrayed many times in the past and, and are loath to trust newcomers, especially sky breathers such as yourself. <laughs> so... You ventured down to uh, the uh, Boggards. You ventured down to the Stench Bog, if you recall. Uh, and there uh, you learned that the Boggards have not been making very many boats, and the boats that they have been making have been snatched up by, once again, the Drow, who have been outbidding everyone. If there were more boats, perhaps the Orcs could afford to buy some of them because they wouldn't all be going for such a high price. But the Boggards have been unable to make boats because, well... Frankly, the raw materials have not been available. The boats can only be made out of a special type of mushwood, and that mushwood became unavailable when a mysterious plague began to affect them from deep within their mushroom forest to the south. This led you out into Bleak Bottom, where you met Varnast. Varnast is a kobold who is bent on getting revenge upon the, the boggards for uh, slights uh, that involve kidnapping and other odd occurrences. You investigated these only to find out that they may have some uh, grain of truth. The Boggards apparently are hiding some terrifying creature known as a Mabogo deep within their mushroom. And it is in fact that Mabogo that creates mushwood. Varnast, upon learning this, said, that seems really odd because he knows an alchemical process that could basically do the same thing. It was at this point that you came upon the solution. Instead of trying to defeat the Mabogo and making a deal with the Boggards, you would escort Varnas back to Kobold Town and introduce him to the Orcs. That has led you to where you are right now. You uh, escaped the Boggard area by going through a series of caves, avoiding them entirely, uh, well, almost entirely, um, before uh, leading back up to the surface on the far side 
of the stench bog on the other side of the water. It was there that Barnast had you wait at a dock and you picked up and got a ride with um, Malvina, a mysterious boat woman. Uh, although she is not traveling on any boat, she is in fact traveling on the back of a gigantic turtle. This is called the Sobbing Fairy. Uh, the turtle's name is Mogari, and uh, you traveled with uh, Malvina and Mogari, making your way from the northern reach of the Stenchbog back toward Cobalt Town. On this journey, uh, you learn that uh, Malvina does not expect uh, uh, payment for this journey. She instead just wanted to gossip and was fascinated to hear your tale. In fact, Malvina had also heard uh, of other rumors as well, some of which might be of interest to you. Um, of particular note, that uh, there is a stranger who is seeking out uh, the the you, your group of sky breathers who have come from the surface, um, and uh, that the orcs with their newfound riches have have bought uh, uh, quite a bit of prestige in Cobalt Town, and uh, she closed off um, mentioning that there is a stir that has been happening in the depths down here that things are not at ease. There has been unrest, ghostly vapors rising from ancient bones, as I believe how she described it, um, culminating in all sorts of troubles all throughout the Forever Vault, all of which coincide with your arrival. Well, it's not our fault. Chrisville's fault. And, and before we... Sorry, if you don't mind if I interrupt. I think we got some fantastic art in. Is that okay to show off or... Oh, Sure. So I think James brought it to our attention, I believe. Do you know the artist's name, Mr. I wasn't aware that I would be put on the spot. I found it on the Yeah, the, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. It's on the Band of Bravos Reddit. Let me see if I can grab that awesome piece of art that was supposed to be saved on the thing. And now I'm delaying the entire thing because I also became fully unprepared in the net in the last two seconds. As I scrounge for the image, and there it is. And boop, there we go. checks the web. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put Wait, it on my screen turn real that quick. Table. Oh, look it's at like, us. Yay. Like it, is, it is a fantastic, I think it's kind of like a watercolor or uh, water colored uh, piece of artwork, whatever. It's a. Uh, it's fantastic. And thank you so much to the artists who do that. It looks absolutely amazing. And we were definitely touched when we all saw it. So thank you so much to that artist. I think I found her Twitter. Not, yeah. yeah not only is the art fantastic, it's by Velasa Fantastic. There it is. There you Indeed. go. Yay. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Fan art is, is always appreciated here on the Band of Broadway. For the podcast I, version, it's a lot of drawing on paper. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this on a podcast, trust us, it looks great. <laughs> no, you're kind of doomed. No, it's there's nothing we can do for you. But yeah, I apologize to interrupt, but I wanted to showcase how awesome I was. It had to come to the attention. No, Indeed. it's all good. It's all good. All right. I so uh, like that's how where we left Shenson off. The party had drown. just uh, defeated a rather nasty sea serpent, uh, and in the last remaining bit of journey uh, toward Cobalt Town, you had this discussion with. Uh, Malvina about further rumors and stories, and and I think that's kind of where we left off. Did we 
hear who was looking for us. Um, well, so uh, as as we get started here, the, the turtle is pulling up to a dock. You've kind of come out. Remember, if you recall, you were kind of out in the middle of this hungry lake and you couldn't kind of really see anything in the distance. But as this story has unfolded and as Malvina told you uh, about these stories and rumors, um, the twinkling lights of Cobalt Town have slowly come into view and uh, the, 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 the the massive turtle Mogari has now pulled up to a dock, which has a, a kobold who is apparently waiting for a ride. Um, and uh, you've kind of arrived there and uh, Malvina is, uh, is, uh, is kind of doddering over all of you to make sure that you've gotten all of your, all of your things. Now, if you recall, Malvina is dressed head to toe in a long gray robe. And you can see nothing of her features, except for the fact that there is trickles of water coming out from the bottom of her robe. Um, and she occasionally can be heard sobbing. Now, dearies, I, I do certainly hope that you have enjoyed your, your, your ferry. And I, I do want to thank you again for helping with that, with that vicious creature. I, I, I think... Uh, I, I cannot let you go without giving you some some small recompense for your for your troubles. Lauren oh, waits patiently you. for the recompense for his troubles. <laughs> <laughs> she um she goes to a um uh 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 this crate over here and uh, you see her open it up, um and. She appears to be rummaging around in it, and anyone who's right nearby, uh, so yeah, any, anybody who's right nearby can give me a perception check. Lauren perceives an incoming loot with a 26. Well, that's quite good. Uh, I'm close, a 28. So, <laughs> Lauren and Alana, you catch sight of this. Um, Malvina looks like she's rummaging around in here, but in reality, what you can see her do is take off her glove. And underneath, her hand appears to be made of rock and stone. And there on the back of her hand is kind of a, looks like a, a gemstone of some sort. She just kind of breaks it off and then slides the glove back on and makes it look like she's pulling it out of the crate. Um. But she then uh, turns around and says, here, dearie, uh, it's the least I can do. And she offers you up this rather stunning diamond. Since... Oh, so this, is, this is puberty for rocks. Got it. I take the diamond. <laughs> I say that. I don't say that out loud. <laughs> now, so... don't spend it all in one place. I, uh, don't worry, uh, I, I won't <laughs> put it in my back. We thank you for the ride, Malvina. And I also give Mogari a pat before we disembark our fairy turtle. The, the, the massive turtle kind of eyes you up as you, as you disembark and just kind of nods and, and goes back to under the water. Uh, you can see that the great, that the great turtle is uh, uh, covered in, in moss and uh and uh some barnacles from deep from the deep that have crusted up over the sides the moss kind of goes up over giving her almost what look like eyebrows and uh the great turtle looks at you and you could swear she almost winks before her head sinks back beneath the surface of the water yes 
You'll see Alana. Achievement unlocked. Friend made. <laughs> so uh, with that, uh, the kobold gets on board and you hear Malvina go, oh, welcome, dearie. Where can I take you? And you hear, meh, meh, meh. Uh, and uh, the great turtle uh, begins its uh, slow and deliberate journey uh, back out onto the hungry lake and within moments has faded from sight. As as the turtle is leaving, and I can understand if I like yell something that I know that Cobalt's gonna hear in Mech, I kind of go, "Hey, Mech, 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 Mech," <laughs> warning him of the impending dangers during his travels. You hear the Cobalt go, "Mech," <laughs> and then it just goes away. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, you have now returned to Cobalt Town. Hooray! Yay! Oh, we're back. Hey. Yes, indeed. You uh, you make your way uh, off the dock, which, by the way, the dock is located kind of down here at the cliff face, and you have to kind of wind your way up this kind of switchback stair. Um, but you soon find your way back up to the gates of Cobalt Town, which are which are flung wide, and the the city, the town is is open and engaging. <laughs> Well, where do we go to from here? Well, that's the question. Where do you where do you go? What are you what are you what are you trying to accomplish? We we the orcs, Alana. We uh oh. we have an asset here for the orcs. So we take Mr. Vana's care to the orcs and then hopefully And see what we can do from there. Obviously we're doing our best to try to help the orcs out who wanted boats and this is us providing them that means. All right, I'm not opposed to going to the orcs right away. What time of cave is it? Well, uh, you know, funny you should mention it. You actually have been up for quite some time at this point. Um, you got rest back uh, beneath the kind of mushroom caves. You got some rest down there, if you recall. But then you kind of came up to the docks, had to wait several hours, and then you've been on a ferry, this ferry, most of the day. So at this point in time, you're all getting kind of exhausted. And even Varnast is like, Whew. Well, that, that that journey could have been worse. <laughs> well, well, maybe. Can go ahead. Uh, I was just saying, can we just like uh, uh, check by, by the orc uh, enclave and just leave a note saying we'll be here tomorrow? We'll be back. You know, make sure that they you know they can see us tomorrow when we when the time is right. Oh, so kind of go and and ask for a, a audience. An audience, yeah. Get a little appointment ahead of time. Want me to write a note in orcish? Sure. Yeah. Right. I write it going like, like we owe you mini boats. Bravos be here tomorrow at one p.m. PDT. Here you go. Or wanted to scratch out PDT <laughs> and do cave. Here you go. CT. All right. Yeah. CT so, cave uh, time. So is is one of you going up there to deliver this? Or are you all going up there? What's what's the plan? Last time we had to stand in line for a couple of hours before we can even deliver the message to see the audience. Maybe we can go find Mr. Snelk again and have our rooms. Everybody get a rest. I can deliver the note. Yeah, right. And the rest of you get, get us some rooms. All right. So uh, Rourke uh, makes his way uh, up the uh, the mountain, uh, up towards where the uh, all of the enclaves are of the various uh, uh, peoples of the cave. All of their representatives are up there. And... Uh, 
you make your way up there and you find that there is a line. It's not nearly as long as it was last time. Uh, there's only a, a, a few folks waiting. Uh, so it takes you no more than about 20 minutes to get up to the front. And uh, the the orcs are there and, and they basically kind of ask you, what what's your business with the orcish, orcish people? Uh, we uh, uh, have uh, been on a, a, a quest of sorts uh, to, to help out the orcish people uh, for the amb- uh, with the uh, ambassador. I just wanted to uh, uh, deliver this note to say that we'll be returning here tomorrow with, with good news. So hopefully uh, someone, if not her, then uh, 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 someone that uh, uh, worked for her uh, could see us. Ah, and, and he takes your note and says, very well, I shall inform... Uh, Emissary clear sight mm. of your visit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Vitter. Yeah, he, he kind of nods and, and, and you can go on your way. Meanwhile, yeah. the rest of the Bravos are making their way back to the Cracked Fang. Like visiting an old Rookie. friend. No, <laughs> this place again. Hey! Where? Wait. So you make your way inside, and uh, you uh, kind of notice two things. First of all, it's pretty busy, pretty hopping. Uh, yes, there is a there is a kobold up on stage right now, who is How serenading the crowd. He? Is it it's, snarl or toot? Yeah, it's it's not one of those chuckleheads, is it? It is neither snarl nor nor toot. Good <laughs> hackles are no longer rising. It is, in fact, a, a kobold that you do not know. Um, in fact, it looks uh, vaguely like uh, good old Snelk. Uh, but it's not. It, it may be a relative of Snelk. Is it his bas- half-brother's sister's former roommate up there, or what? Uh, well, you know you know how his, his like cousin was always coming by to help? Uh-huh. Is it his cousin? It's his cousin. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, I see also. Is he good? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most important question. He's he's just up there like mack, 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 and he's playing like some weird uh like two string instrument. <laughs> hey, he's trying. I I clap. Yeah. Well he's doing his best. It's yeah, just not very him, good. You know, they, they, we were all <laughs> amateurs once. I mean he can't be as uh, fifth level as us. For yourself. So. It's, a, it's a team effort since <laughs> You can He's go solo when you get to level about 10. Woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds vaguely like instructions on how to build a table. <laughs> He's just reading He's the IKEA instructions for <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's currently singing about, uh, you know, Sven. carefully balancing the legs of a table. <laughs> does it so, sound good in Cobalt? <laughs> uh, no, it does not. Uh, <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's that's what you come into, and you see uh, uh, Snelk is behind the bar here, uh, uh, tending tending drinks and whatnot. And then there is the one other thing that you see: at the bar is a human. Hmm. When was the last time we saw one of those? Does Lauren count? Uh, well, I suppose Lauren probably counts. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I Are don't know sure? anymore. I think I'm more of a Cthulhu creature with my tentacle beard. <laughs> so a dwarf. 
Yes. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, the uh, human that is sitting at the bar right at the moment, uh, he suddenly turns as you walk in, and, uh, well, you all recognize him. Uh-oh. Is he from, Co- uh, not Cobalt Town. Oh, oh, is he a Thruni? Is he from King Bright Crowd? Is he the head of security for King Bright Crowd? <laughs> it is Captain Halvren. Oh, wow. We haven't heard that name in a while. From, from Bright Crown's court. He turns to you and says, Well, well, well. <laughs> I don't like that one bit. Jensen, go talk to him. <laughs> he looks upset that we didn't do this impossible task in like two days. I'll go up to him and say, yes. Can I help you? Can you help me? Can you help the king that you promised to help? It's mm. been months. No, it hasn't. I count on my hands. <laughs> it has been a long time. Yeah, it has been months, though. It's at been most, like two months. <laughs> it's, 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 at, most it's been, at most, it's been a month. It's it's been like two months. It's it's medieval <laughs> times. This takes a while. <laughs> He's like, it sounds like uh, Lauren has got this covered. I'm gonna let him handle. <laughs> no, no, I'm arguing. No, I'm not arguing with him. I'm arguing at Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it has literally been like two months. Okay, continue on. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. <laughs> I expect you to actually be like. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> he looks at all of you and says, Bright Crown sent me to check on your progress or to find out whether or not you were dead. I'm glad to see that you're not, I suppose. Well, that's just so, rude now, isn't it? Well, you were sent down here to arrange a deal with the orcs. Have you accomplished this task or have you just been hanging out? The, uh, the barkeep here tells me that you've been putting on performances. Yeah, it turns out oh, performing for somebody that pays you what you're worth is really tempting for entertainers to uh, go along with rather than just being paid an unsweetened pumpkin mush. Well, In any awesome. event, yes, we have been working <laughs> on securing a uh, accord with the orcs. Uh, we've come across some more information that maybe uh, King Bright Crown is not necessarily the sole... Um, owner of said mines and that there could be some sort of a dual operation going on within there but we have secured certain uh, resources that will allow the orcs to be more self-sufficient shall we say and um, that will allow them to be less uh, aggressive in controlling the mine because at this point the mine is all they really have going for them he says, well, I don't know if you're aware of this, but King Brightcrown doesn't exactly have a lot of resources either, especially now that it's turned to winter. Hmm. You can't burn pumpkins for fuel? Well, considering that's the only food crop we have, and we've lost a fair amount of it to some strange blight, things do not go well in Brightcrown's kingdom. Blight gets my attention. What? What blight? Can you tell me more about it? He looks at you and shrugs. It's just a rot. It's taken hold in some of the pumpkins. The stores, we lost a few storehouses for the winter. It's unfortunate. Who is it, Ergot? That stuff's fun. I mean, you shouldn't eat it. It's bad for you. He looks at you. He's like, 
No, it is a foul, rotting blight. The the gourds turn to a blackened mush and erupt with maggots. It is a foul blight and has sickened more than its fair share of the people. Bright Crown is understandably concerned that he has not heard from you in months. Hmm. Well, you can head on back upstairs and let him know that we are proceeding apace and uh, on the morn, assuming it's going to be the morn. It's hard to keep track. We will be uh, meeting with the orcs to hopefully secure an agreement with them. Now that we've solved their problem, we can look to solving King Brightcrown's problem. I would like nothing better than to get out of these monster-infested warrens. And he kind of looks around and he he sees the Durgar down the table who kind of give him a strange eye and he's like, no offense. (laughs) But I have no interest in remaining here any longer than I have to. Well then, chop chop. Time's a wasting. I kind of like encourage him to head back upstate to report to uh, King Pumpkin Top. Right Crown is very concerned. He is worried. The the orcs have not given up any ground on the mines. Any attempts to contact them have been met with violence. Well, what kind of attempts have you used? We have sent messengers with armed guards. Armed guards, armed you say? Guards, I see. So you've sent violence to. Mm-hmm. That's not going to cause this. You're, you reap what you sow in that case. And if you try to plant something with a sword and a spear, you're going to get stabbed. I trust that you have this more well in hand. Uh, any attempt that we have made has been met with unfortunate ends. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I, Mr. Halbrin, if I, you ahead, do have ahead. a long journey back up to the surface, and if you do attempt to contact them again, maybe food versus weapons. Everybody's uh, in a much better mindset when they have a full stomach. And this, at this point in time, by the way, Rourke, you, uh, you arrive. Ah! Don't, don't uh, trick them into bringing pumpkins. That's not going to solve anything. Orcs like pumpkins. Yeah, he's already there. The rest yeah. of us. Yeah, there you it go. Might, it might be better results versus weapons and spears and crossbows. He says, I will let the king know, but his patience is running thin, as is his coffers. This winter will be the end of him if he cannot secure some sort of deal. He is counting on you. As far as I'm concerned, the conversation is already going to wander off. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yep. My my druidy senses are tingling, and before he leaves, I am going to pull him to the side and give him a little bit of nature sense about taking care of pumpkins and how to hopefully save them from this blight if it's not an unnatural blight. Um... He describes what's going on, and I mean, don't get me wrong, pumpkins aren't exactly the best of uh, the best of uh, uh, crops to keep over the long winter. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm but, aware. But they can be, like, chopped up and pickled just like any vegetable, right? I mean, you can have pickled pumpkin kept throughout the winter. Um, but uh, you uh, listen to what he's describing, and something definitely sounds off about it. Um, it, there's something about it that, that doesn't seem right. The, the pumpkin shouldn't be just 
up and rotting, especially just because it's turned cold, right? Unless they've been cut open or carved, they generally keep pretty well. No. When I did know. the rotting start? Did it I start know. roughly the time we took away uh, the undead machine? Yeah, Anana. Yes, Lord. I want you done. Conversation time. <laughs> uh oh. Well, that's uh, the best we can do for now, Mr. Holliver. And it is a long journey back to the surface. I do wish you luck. And I promptly walk away. He looks at you with just shaking his head and he drops a few coins on the bar, um, which Snelk is up there just right away, like, yes, yes, that's that'll be it. And he like he clearly like overcharged Halverin by like double. <laughs> uh, well, he was being rude. That, that Halverin just paid several silver for that meal. I try to, I'm trying to motion everyone for a quick team huddle on the table. Uh-huh. So you're part of this adventure too. Uh, Varnask is here, by the way. This is this yeah, is yeah, yeah. Well, hi, Varnask. And, uh, Hey, 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 Von asks, go get you a drink. And I pass him a silver. He's like, go get you something to drink and eat, and we'll get to you in a moment. He's like, done. <laughs> okay. All right. Alana, what have you heard from our dear friend? Any news? I assume you just retell me what just yeah, got spoken. Everything's yeah, everything's rotting upstairs. It sounds like it's not fully natural. Either they're very, very, very bad at taking care of plants, or something is rotting them for them. So, uh, you remember the, uh, the dead necromancy thing that we buried in the ground before we left? (laughs) Oh, dear. Grisfeld kind of sticks. You just see the very faintest impression of his face at the front of the skull, and he's like, ah, crap. (laughs) That's probably rotting the pumpkins. Well, we could solve this problem very quickly, but do we really trust the captain of the guard to not do anything um, nefarious no, no, with no, the don't, necromancy? Don't let them know. They'll be fine. We just we just have a time limit now on how to resolve all this and get back and move that thing out of there. Before but it spreads I, from just pumpkins and farm crop and spreads out across the land. Yes. Um, so what I'd like you and Miss Shinsen to do is to... Um, Inform the dear captain there uh, how to best negotiate with the orcs. And, and you can't blame the fellow for bringing armed gods. Everyone does that in case, you know, they immediately try to kill the messenger or something. Just just teach them how to appropriately uh, negotiate with it, just as we did. And, uh, and tell him where he could possibly buy one of those beetles or any alternative thing. So next time they negotiate, it's not with arms. And, uh... Yeah. Do you Trial. really trust him to keep one of the beetle larvae alive all the way up to the surface? You gotta have faith in somebody, Lana. And if you, you fail, you have to have faith in the guy that. Go ahead. Mm. Well, mutter, grumble, grumble, mutter. Well, I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all want an old bite crown to bite the dust or something. But we were, Band of Bravos was assigned to do a job. And Rock, I don't know how much you agree, but it'd be very bad for our reputation if we just abandoned and damned an entire kingdom up top. Because I don't think we plan to stay down here, and I would like a reputation to be tip-top when we come back. We don't? We don't uh-huh. plan to stay down here? <laughs> no, Shanson, I'd like to see the sky at some point. Or yep. the sea. 
So I don't want anything bad to happen to Mr. Bright Crown. He just needs to learn to get along with others a little bit better. And I did recommend food. Uh, How about specifically what they might like from what we mm. learned? Because freaking turnips and pumpkins are probably going to just infuriate orcs. Turnips? They should be Eating. so lucky for the variety. <laughs> Non-off-yellow food luxury. <laughs> but you understand my point, right, Miss Lana? Yeah, I'm going to recommend spices. They can bring him a pumpkin pie. Then I... Grumble, 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 eating you and Miss grumble, Jensen grumble, here grumble. to inform the dear captain there, if you don't mind. Is he still well, here? Halvard looks like off. he's gathering up his stuff to leave. He doesn't look yeah. comfortable here at all. Yeah, just <laughs> give, him a he- give him a heads up. Make sure he doesn't run into anything dumb. Make sure he doesn't get killed. Well, he made and, it uh, down. And that's true, but you know how we had trouble here, and I'd like for him to at least get back to the surface in one piece, to at least so he can inform the dear king that we're trying, and the results will be coming soon. So Halvorn right. comes over to the table and is like, well, I'm off. I've got to go meet that Swerf Neblin. She promised to bring me back to the surface. Which one? Oh! That's the one that's been in contact with us, Il Nushra. Oh, say hi to her for us. She's a delight. I can do that. She's waiting for me outside the town. She does not like it here. Well, give give her our hellos. Remember what we said about taking care of the pumpkins. You need to harvest as many of them as you possibly can. And then bring food if you really want to parlay with the orcs. That what type of food? Pumpkin pumpkins, pies. I hope. Not pumpkins. <laughs> pumpkins with spice. Bring meat. Whoa. We have precious few livestock up in the kingdom. This is why we need the mine. I. Uh, he looks I, frustrated. I shall inform the king of your endeavors. Might you have an idea of when the deal might be struck? One cave month. <laughs> Or one cave week. It's technically the same length since it's not quantified. <laughs> Rock, one cave hour. You, Rock, would you have an idea of estimation? No, these things take time. You know, we don't want to rush it. You know, when you want to be uh, creating uh, these 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 deals with it. And I'm and as I'm talking, I'm leading him out. But put my arm around his shoulder, <laughs> and I'm just leading him towards the door. So you gotta understand, Captain, that it's 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 you know these things uh, occur at the pace at which they occur at. And, oh, hang uh, on, don't uh, Rourke, uh, yes. Let me. No, okay, I I am not trained in thievery. Go on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you want me to steal something from him? I uh, wouldn't Ooh. even know you. Oh no, that. I am. Um, what do you want? Uh, I just so, wanted, uh, he was being very rude to everybody underground. <laughs> He's being rude to people underground. Let's kill him. <laughs> I don't want to kill him. I just wanted to take his stuff. I just want him He's to be nicer. Shrug. Well, taking his stuff isn't going to make him nicer. <laughs> or, or, or maybe check his holy I'm not you. <laughs> He's, well, I'm not trained in Now he's a nicer person. It's not how that works. It's not how that works. Just, uh, be the example you want to set. <laughs> says the necromancer. <laughs> yeah, says the necromancer. Thanks for making the point. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Uh, and I just lead him out. I'm, I'm, I'm just babbling and babbling. I'm just sort of confusing him. As I'd never give him an actual answer. Yeah, I, I, I figured that's the direction this was going. Can you give me a, uh, let's go with deception check. Remember, take care of those pumpkins. That's only a 20. Uh, yeah, he, it seems like he might have bought it. He, or at least is so confused that he doesn't know that he just got, <laughs> you know, kind of verbally talked around. <laughs> yeah. He's like, very uh, well, I shall inform the king of your progress. Have a safe trip back. Patience grows thin and you would not. He looks. Treat your plants better. Wish to anger him. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> well, goodbye. Yeah, he, uh. <laughs> Some amount he, of. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, leaves. He, he makes his, his way out. Uh, and you see him, uh, walk down the street as he just kind of. As he leaves, he, you see him kind of look around and up and down the streets of Cobalt Town, and he just shakes his head and makes his way back towards the gate. I think we need to go deeper. He found us. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we did. We did promise to help, so we can at least help. We promised to help, not we didn't promise to succeed. Once, once we, once we, once, once the orcs are helped and are in a, in, a, in a comfortable place, then we can see about what uh, what deals could be made with the king. This could all work out for the best in the long run, eventually. But uh, these uh, these things, uh, you know, <clears throat> that's why uh, you know those books, those great big books that you read, that are full of adventure and fantasy. That's why they're always like four or five volumes long. Sometimes mm -hmm. the author never even really finishes them. Mm -hmm. uh, it just goes, and they just continue on and on. That's the sort of thing yep. that uh, we've uh, uh, basically uh, signed ourselves up for in this. Uh, exactly. In this case. Tell me how you uh, really feel, Keely. What? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Farnas comes back with an armful of drinks. <laughs> Did it take that long to get drinks? Well, he had to get them all. He's got he's got some for everybody. Oh, thanks, Varnask. Thank you, Varnask. I brought oh, drinks. I, <laughs> I eagerly take a drink from the uh, possibly evil alchemist who uh, has dabbled in diseases. <laughs> <laughs> roll fortitude. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll roll fortitude. No, fine. no, no, you're fine. How many fine. diseases do I get? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that you all picked up on the little bean, though. That's that's the the disease bean. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, no, he he he's he's brought back mugs of mushroom ale. Great, uh, and he's oh, like, great. "Hey, I brought drinks." All right, thank you, Mister Vanask. Cool. All right. Well, patients need to be have all around from everybody, including King Bright Crown. Who is that jerk? Uh, some don't don't worry uh, about. <sighs> One of the sky breathers coming to check on us. I guess we have been down here quite a while. Oh great! Now I'm calling us sky breathers too. <laughs> How long do we have to be down here before we're not? We're before we're cave suckers instead of guy sky breathers. Cave suckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can decide to become a cave sucker. I think you'll always be a sky. Hey, that, I, I have that like these offensive. weird fever dream memories of licking a cave wall. I don't know if that <laughs> got me any cave sucker points. But oh, Shinsen. Put that out there. Hi. You, um, How's it going, Lorne? 
and, and I'd greatly appreciate it if you could negotiate you. Our, our, our rooms. What What do you mean to negotiate? We have a whole house out back. And we don't yeah, have that. We, might we have got rented it. Somebody out. Yeah, we, we well, need to get a place to sleep, and you're we one should of just the best on negotiators I've ever seen. I lean around Varnas and go, Mr. Snelk. Hello again. Eck, eck. And he, he sees all of you, and he's like, ah! And he kind of comes toddling around the bar uh, over to your table, and he's like, hello, friends. Uh, how are you? Welcome, welcome back. Uh, he's acting cagey. I'm going to kind of look him over and do a perception check to see if he's, like, trying to already avoid the topic that he's rented out our rooms and sold our stuff that we left behind. Did we leave <laughs> stuff behind? I don't I remember. So. I usually leave stuff behind. I don't keep track of my things. <laughs> he does seem unsettled at your uh -huh. appearance. How have you Didn't been? expect us back alive, did you? He's like, I'll well, I, uh, well, I thought you were gone. I, I didn't expect you to return. I've, uh, huh. I've employed my, my, my cousin. He's the performer now. He's our, he's our house, uh, bard. And he's, he's doing I've been, that. I've been never more impressed that someone could take two shoestrings on a shoe and play it as an instrument. <laughs> he is, he is. In fact, it, it does look like he's playing. He has this, like, long mushwood plank with two, like, you know, gut strings on it that he's kind of... Tling, tling, tling. Does the plank have a <laughs> smiley face on it? Uh, yeah, he's he's currently just... Uh, he's he's not even singing words right now. He's just... It's just la, la, la. Just in one loop. He's just hey, kind of doing a, noises. Was that an Ed, Ed and Eddie reference that you just yes, made? Yes, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Keeley. I'm glad that Jeez. someone in this world <laughs> got it. He's like, so, uh... Yeah, I, 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 I've got him on an exclusive deal. <laughs> uh, well, you're uh, certainly made out that way. Well, uh, yeah, Mr. Snow, you performed on. Well, we didn't expect getting... you to hold... Well, I, you know, I, I, I need, I had a stage, so, you know. So what can I get you? Food? Uh, drinks? Place to stay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. So, I mean, you, you left, so, you know, I wasn't just going to let it sit empty. I mean, you must have another room available, right? Well, uh... No, uh, but uh, you know, uh, I could see if the if the if the guest uh, is ready to depart. Should say I'll let you he take smiles. care of this. Okay, <laughs> I sip on my drink. Well, or we could just go. There's plenty of other places we've we've seen. In uh, we don't have to stay here. We can actually go help other people out and uh, boast bolster there. You know that other tavern where we run off their their awful uh, hoot and snarl or whatever they were. They're probably looking for someone to entertain uh, their their customers. Uh, we can just go there. That's no no big deal. He's like the Black Beetle. You wouldn't. Yeah, there you go. The Black <laughs> Beetle. You've heard of it. They're, they've got a reputation, but they could always have a better reputation. That that's outrageous. <laughs> well, well, I mean, what? Tell, it's, tell you you've got to understand. What. It's like, you, you, like you said, you didn't expect us to come back. It's not, you know, it's not your fault that uh, we didn't, uh, you know, stay here the entire time. So, 
Well, so, I mean, the current uh, guest is really only taking up one room, so you could probably share it with him. Mm. Who is it? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, I, I, he's, he's... Is it your cousin? He might be amenable to that if, it, if I cut him a discount, I guess. Is it a vampire? Is it a Thruni? I don't, I don't a what? stay in the same room as Thrunies. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Good. Keep it that way. Well, he's he's a big troll, but I mean, he's he doesn't <gasps> smell too bad. All right, so. we'll go to the other tavern. It's going. <laughs> like, do you not have Name other is rooms? Uh, but you know, you could stay with him if you want. I'm I'm busy actually having like horrific flashbacks to other games you've run me in and have killed my characters with trolls. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. I'm sure it'll be fine. Wait, wait, wait. What was the thing that we fought two sessions ago that we pushed down a hole? Troll. That was a, was a troll. troll. <laughs> yeah. the, the same troll. Oh, it yeah. would be great. <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> you put me in the hole. <laughs> Uh, listen, like listen, Grumbin, Grumbin, Grumbin's fine. He's just, he, he mostly sleeps all day. He's a laborer. He, 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 don't worry about it. Oh, I'll worry. I mean, Wait. I'm sure you be there while he's out. Do, do you, do you not have any other rooms? Well, I'm not really a tavern. It's more of an inn. I mean, you could sleep here while I'm closed. Wait, you're not really an inn. It's more of a tavern. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What are you trying to hide from us? Well, I mean, this is a tavern. He looks around. And, and? a restaurant, right? I mean, you know. What's a restaurant? The guest house is just extra. I don't think restaurants have been invented yet. What What do you mean? I serve food. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what? How old are you? I'm... <laughs> He's like, I'm really confused. Listen. Uh, hold on. I got a Google search to make. You keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is also a fantasy world, Peyton. So. <laughs> Air walking, I don't think walking rocks and a goblin cave. I'm so curious now. When were restaurants invented? <laughs> when would they call that? They've been around a while, but. Stayed in Let's underground see. jail. Let's see. Da, 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 da. So, I mean, I mean, you know, this is I an could... accurate uh, uh, representation of gaming. You know, it's like every once in a while, something just disrupts everything and it becomes very important to find out the etymology and uh, linguistic history of a word like restaurant. Yeah, I, I'm going to wager that the idea of going to a place and having a meal that you didn't cook is a very old concept. <laughs> no, no, the concept I agree with. Like, that's fine. I just make it to the word restaurant. Oh, well, that's what <laughs> I'm that's what I'm curious about. When did restaurant become a thing? Well, we're speaking modern English, Peyton, so... Yeah, it, it's, 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 we're playing the fancy. You're ruining my immersion. <laughs> I, well, well, I'm it, sorry. It, it would technically be called a mech, mech, mech. And... <laughs> I'm trying to derail this. It's just for the like, hee-hee-ha-has, but like still... No, 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 you're fine. Uh, it's, wow. it's Friday after a long work week. I, I, I'm surprised any of us are speaking... Dude, it's Friday. <laughs> we need to do a whole campaign where we just go mech, 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 mech. I would love that. Three if hours. We, all if, three if, hours. Let, uh, if, if, if we ever do an episode on April Fools, it just has to be the mech episode. <laughs> so, um, 
Snelk is like, listen, if you want, I can talk to Grumbin and see if he wants to share. You could you could stay there with him. Uh, or or when I close in a few hours, you could you could you could crash here on the tables. I'll offer you a discount. Crash on the tables. That sounds very comfortable and glorious and a great way to uh, bolster our brand. Oh, yeah, well, Band of Bravos. Those are the ones that can't afford somewhere to sleep. So they slept on some sort of stained table in some sort of tavern that can't even keep their best talent and they have to go to a shoe playing kobold for a replacement. No, thank you. I've been in a circus and I've slept in worse places. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, but honestly, I'm opposed to finding a nice pile of moss. Uh, uh, this town may not be as this town may not be as full as it was during the festival when we first got here. There's probably other places to stay. Uh, uh, Snelk, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, it, as you said, you're not an inn. You're just a tavern with a back room, and your back room is full. Uh, we'll come here to eat and drink for sure, but to sleep, perhaps somewhere else. Oh well, uh, uh, all, all right. And but if you need us to, oh, there's a dog attacking me. Ah! <laughs> so, uh, you know, you can you can make your way from here and and find a, a place to stay without too much trouble. Truth be told, uh, <laughs> you are correct. The town is not nearly as busy, uh, and uh, you can you can find another place to stay, a place that is actually an inn. <laughs> Yay, luxury. Without without too much <laughs> trouble. Um, it's not built over a slime pit. No, it's not built over a slime pit. It's yeah, it's called, you know, the 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 Stone Eve. And it's a uh it's a large stone, you know, inn that has rooms for rent. You can get them for like two silver a night. I'm immediately intrigued by a, a place called the Stone Eve and a place that doesn't have evenings because there's no sun to set. It's Eve, spelt as in like you know the Eve oh, of a roof. Eve. Oh, I'm delighted to have been educated by this quaint little establishment. Because <laughs> um, the place is built into. If you look at the uh, the the, there are a number of uh, buildings and structures kind of in the base of <gasps> uh, the tower there, so it acts like an Eve above you. Uh, and the place you are staying at is in is down there. Oh, since it's built into the side of that mountain, I'm I want to I want to get a room that's facing that wall so I can try to find a secret door into the hidden dungeon. Okay. Right. <laughs> so as it turns out, the rooms without a view that are just like cells in the wall in the side of the mountain are actually the cheap rooms. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait. Can we, can we get one of those rooms? But every every one of them has a window with a curtain. So we go, ah, let's see the view. You unfurl the word, but it's just a hole <laughs> where the window should be. It's just well, stone. In, in fact, they have like mushwood shutters that you open up and there's like a crude painting. <laughs> <laughs> one more derailment. That's exactly what it was like in New York. If you stayed on the lower floors of some of the hotels, you'd open oh, it yeah. up and it would just be like a brick wall three feet from you. That's yeah, hilarious. I, I have... I have stayed in places like that in London and in Rome. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> you uh, you can get rooms there. They're relatively cheap. If you want one of the rooms without a view that doesn't that doesn't have any way out other than the door, those are only one silver a night. <laughs> I'll do that. We're on a all budget. Right. Well, you're all able to go and get some rest uh, without further incident. 
Uh, and, uh, you know, after getting some sleep, you're all back up to full. You all have all your spells back. Um, I missed my moss pile. You missed your what? My moss pile. The moss oh, pile was from... very comfortable. Ah. Well, I'm sure you could offer Snelk enough money that he'll give you the room permanently. You just have to give him a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Nah, I'm good. I'm not into real estate reading this campaign. <laughs> Oh, all right. <laughs> That's a downtime activity I don't feel like breaking out of Excel for. You say that now. All right. All night sleep. Full help. Yeah, Full no problem. Spells. It is uh, it is now the next morning. <laughs> Quotation marks. What was that? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah, right. Uh so I'm assuming you guys are going up to speak with Gargetha Clearsight. Yes. Right. Yep. Okay. Well, you uh you wake up in the morning and and gather yourselves and get ready. And Varnask is is as you're enjoying breakfast, which is uh uh like a delicious repast of well, unsurprisingly mushrooms and bugs and uh Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> There is some there is some crude kind of bread that's clearly made with like ground fungus flour. Um, Varnask looks to all of you and he says, "Now, just to be clear here, I'm willing to help the orcs get the secrets on how to make mushwood, but it's going to be up to them. I'm not going to become their production factory." <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's my assumption. That's teaching them how to do this for themselves is much more convenient and that frees you up to uh i don't know not produce weirdo to achieve your revenge in some sort of remote cave or something well that's what comes next is i'm going to start doing research and how to take down that horrible horrible creature oh and then you can get back to us when we're a lot more powerful and we'll help yeah when we're 10th level we'll come find you that should take enough time <laughs> he's Maybe like well i hope level. it doesn't take that long <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's also the grace of this omnipotent being called the Bowman. So it's... Oh, I don't trust that guy. <laughs> Me either. That's why we're here. <laughs> talking to you. <laughs> Fair. You sound a lot <laughs> like him, by the way. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he's like, so I'm, I'm willing to do that, but remember, you're going to help me with this problem when the time comes. Yep, yep. Oh, absolutely. We're surely going to still be around to help. Sure. Over to a lot of how long are we staying here to be able to go to the surface? <laughs> He's like, I can hear you. No, you can't. I, I just kind of give a shrug. Yeah, I'll help. Good, good. All right. Well, fine. I I should also probably go and talk to the kobolds and and talk to them about what's been happening because I don't think they know. That the bargers have been taking people. Yeah, yeah, we got that. We'll just wait for you to do that. After all right. the walks. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to... Is this you delaying so, to do roll 20 things? Is that what we're doing? Just... What was that? What? what? <laughs> just keep going. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, giving you, I'm, gi I'm giving you way too much of a hard time today. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. It's, it's, it's... Yeah, it's it's fine. Let me just start adding more hit points to the next thing you face. Um, hey, on, that punishes all of us. Exactly. 
Paige like a campaign. At least campaign tell us which one is mad at Lorne. Uh, so you finish up breakfast and you're able to make your way uh, up the hill to the Orc Enclave. Um, when you arrive, uh, they inform you that uh, Gargetha has has cleared an opening in her schedule for you and can see you right away. Um, uh, you are all escorted inside the uh, the Orc Enclave again and taken back to Clearsight's residence. Um, there, of course, you are once again stripped of weapons and asked to be respectful. Um, they they apparently did not expect you to bring a a grub or a feast. Uh, uh, this time around, um, because you have come bearing such good news. Um, <laughs> yeah, good, good. No, you we must go get another that. grub. Back to the bug pits. <laughs> God, crap. I'm going to cry. So um, you are taken uh, inside uh, Gargetha's um, home and brought again to her uh, kind of the central chamber that's the large kind of round area. There's a fire in the middle uh, and you can see her there and she is in the middle of uh, stitching uh, together a suit of hide armor for herself. She looks like she's, she's adding a replacement panel to it. Um, she's in the middle of kind of doing that work when you enter and she gets up and she's, ah, oh, my friends, welcome back. I hope your journey to the, Boggards has been fruitful. I have not heard any word from them yet, but I hope that you have brought me good news. Please, friends, be seated. And she uh, looks to one of her children uh, and uh, gives him a nod, and he runs off to go fetch refreshment. Well, hopefully we don't just bring good news. We also brought a friend as well. She uh, looks to the kobold, and she says, I see that. I do not know this one. Who are you? And uh, he introduces himself as Varnas, the alchemist. And she she looks back to all of you and has a slightly puzzled look on her face. What <clears throat> what is what has happened? Uh, well, I'm not very clear, said it is a bit of a long story. I'll I'll keep it short. Uh, we did go to the stench bog to to met, treat with the boggards. They were having a bit of a problem with their mushwood uh, creation process, so we we helped solve that for them. Um, uh, but in the process, uh, you know, uh, we're not sure whether or not the uh, the drow are going to be able to to buy them out from you. They're they're not they're not guaranteed. They're 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 in it for the money. You see, uh-huh. and uh, if the drow can offer more money, they can offer money. But this uh, this young kobold here, this Varnask here, uh, knows of a way that you can make your own mushwood. You won't have to buy it from the uh, boggards at all. He'll teach you the way to treat chemically treat the mushroom planks so that they are watertight and good to go. Uh-huh. She looks and a at lot you and better. Says, this is good news indeed. Then uh, we mm-hmm. the secrets of mushwood have been a closely guarded affair from the boggards since time immemorial. They have been the only ones who have known how to make it. You yeah. say that you have mastered this process, and Varnas says. I have a different process, but it will create mushwood of yeah. sufficient strength for your needs. Emissary Clearsight, you don't want to know the actual process of by which mushwood is created. Trust me, you're better off not being uh, uh, dependent on the boggards. I, I kind of want to tell you anyway, though. Well, if she wants to know, she can... Yeah. She looks at you and says, perhaps such things are better kept... Giant frog lick! What was that? Giant frog lick. She says, that is 
It's like a giant mabogo demon frog. They get uh, to uh, slurp their planks and then, the, yeah. and then they 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 ship them out and they've got some sort of monster living in the top of their mushroom and it's gotta go. She looks at you kind of aghast. Is this true? It is, it is, it is, but it is nothing that uh, I expect anyone to be able to deal with uh, at the yes. moment. It's, well, yes, yes, exactly. It was terrifying. Was- I saw it with my own eyes. She says, we must proceed with caution. If Mushwood is their only real source of income, they use it to trade for everything here in the caves. Should that come under threat, and if they are indeed backed by some horrible thing, they may see that as a threat. That's why uh, uh, we're, not, uh, we're not running them out of business just yet. <laughs> Want to get ourselves in a situation where we know whether or not it's a good idea to actually do that. Uh, you know, uh, give them an alternative revenue stream, so to speak. <laughs> well, this will certainly solve our boat problem. I accept this gift, and I shall inform the council of your role in achieving it. Von Aske, you will assist us in this. I can. Have you brought to our people so that you may speak with those among us who have skill in the alchemical arts? There are not many. It is not something we focus upon, uh, but there are some who dabble in it. And he says, it is a complicated formula, but I believe I can teach it. And she nods. Well, you have helped us, my friends. And as promised, I shall inform the council that you have done so, but... Boats alone will not solve our problem, and I'm afraid I must ask what movement you have made on the cloakers. Is there any sense of how we might solve that problem? Well, this was Mm -hmm. just a stop on our way. We figured it would be a good... It's on the way, so we figured it would be good to stop by and let you know of our progress, and then as we head off to the cloakers. I must warn you, they are vicious and terrifying. They swoop down from the darkness and grab unsuspecting folk many of whom vanish up into their cliffside homes, never to be seen again. So where did, are, are there caves, like, up in the ceiling? Between us and the drow, there is but a sheer cliff that leads down to the surface of the lake. In that cliff, there's a great fall, the endless falls, whose waters fall from somewhere high above. It is in that cave wall that the cloakers make their home. Hmm. All right. At least that's what we believe. We cannot reach those caves from our side. Um, none of our none of our tunneling leads in that direction, so we cannot find their homes or where they live. We only know that they can often be seen flying in that direction, so we believe that is where they nest. And there's never been like communication with them. It's just you're out fishing and they swoop down and pluck up orcs and fly off with them. They feed upon us. If we like they're on the boat too far from shore, they take us. Well, that's but usually how, you... how things are. They get hungry. Hmm. Hmm. Yes, but they do so with the malicious intent. They, they do not do so to the drow. The drow are seen fishing on the lake with impudence, but the cloakers do not harm them and do not attack them. That is For some concern. reason, it is only us that they hunt. That is Maybe we should concern. go talk to the drow and see if they have some sort of secret alliance or something we could cash in on. 
I, I, I agree. Drought. I think I think our steps of this is to first find a croaker. If you ever found any near the Boggards area, see, engage one of them to get some, you know, get an idea about them, see if, if they are influenced in some way, and see if we can find any evidence there. If not, then we can investigate Drow's area to see why they're so safe, see if it's an ointment or some sort of magic that keeps them safe. If you wish to get to the cloakers, you have but only a few options. You could travel to the orc settlement, but to be honest, you are not yet quite welcome there, and none of our caves lead up to where the cloakers nest. You could try traveling on the waters of the lake, but there you would be easy targets for the cloakers to attack you. I do not know if the drow have contact with the cloakers, but they do not attack them, so I I assume there must be some sort of Agreement. Truce there? Some sort of treaty? I do I do not know. The drow do not speak of it to us. At least we have very little contact with them. They are not friendly to our people. Is there like rumors of like a, a cave, a back entrance to the cloaker caves, or is it only from the cliffside? She says, I do not know. There is none from our side of the lake. The two the drow Maybe we should go. Maybe we should just at the very least is are there maps of the of the lake that we can purchase so that we can like start plotting out our explorations? There are some that have a sense of the full measure of the lake. Um, so there are maps. Just just to pop you back here, just to give you a sense of what is exactly going on here. Um, looking at at this map here, so you've got Cobalt Town. That's where you're at right now. Um, the orcs dwell kind of up over here. The drow dwell somewhere over this way. Between them, up here at top, is this cliff where there is a giant waterfall. That's where the cloakers are. They're kind of between the orcs and the drow. Um, are there caves that go from various places? Yes, you're not entirely sure where all of them are, uh, but you can find out more if you if you do some investigation. You My know, new medical... There are people who know is a, where... Uh, you know, most of the caves are. I knew meta goal is to uh, find out if we got that Band of Bravos logo on a layer so that if we go up there and you have to draw out caves there. And... I got news oh. for you. That map was one of the first things I drew for this campaign. So <laughs> no, I just say, want the I caves. <laughs> I want the caves to look exactly like the Band of Bravos logo. <laughs> Yeah, their their cave is the shape of the Band of Bravos logo. Ah, currently, we're currently in one of the V's. Yeah. Well, we, we do know someone. We do know a Drow who, uh, at least here in the Drow Enclave here in Cobalt. Oh, that's right. We can speak with her, and uh, she can help us speak with the know more about what's going on with the other Drow. Mm. I or want to make sure Ivana's okay anyway. Yeah. Gargetha says, over if you have uh, contact with some of the drow outcasts here, they may be able to tell you more, but the drow do not speak much to us. All right, let's go do that. Well, that is all right. We'll go speak to the drow for you. And hopefully we can come back with some results that'll make everybody happy. She says, you have already done a great deal for my people. I appreciate your help. 
It's our pleasure. Now, uh, Emissary Clearside, I also want to warn you uh, that uh, we have been... Mm, the captain of King Brightcrown's guard came to see us today, and he's the king is all, you know, the reason why we are down here, and wants to know what our progress was. So he's been, and you know, whether or not they've been sending emissaries to you up on the surface to talk. Uh, perhaps you know, uh, if they, if they, if they act nice, maybe you know, your people up there could also see to speaking with him a tiny bit. Uh, so there's not so much warfare. We have remained within the mine complex itself, posting only guards at the entrance. There have been more than one attempts by those on the surface to enter our mine. We have informed them clearly that they are not welcome, but they have not behaved themselves. And we warned them. We're, we're trying to warn them. We, we told them to bring some an offering next time they come if they want to talk. Uh, but also, you know, we're supposed to be taking care of that. So hopefully they're... Uh, uh-huh. um, minding their own business at this point. Hopefully patience can be had on all sides and we can reach something together. Perhaps. The situation upon the surface has turned strange. My people report that it has grown very cold. Um, unusually so. Many of them have never seen the surface. Uh, and this change is is frightening. It also, there is some sort of sickness or malnourishment in the folk that they have encountered. It brings us pause. How many months has it been? Is it winter up there? Well, I, it was fall when you came at, down here. Yeah. I look over at Lorne and Rourke and Shenson. Is it, is it, is it winter up there? No, no, really? no. I, I'm, I'm not even sure the sun's still up there. It's kind of depressing. It's probably winter. <laughs> I don't worry. That's um, when it gets super cold on the surface, especially in this area. That means it's winter, and winter basically means that. And then I explain all the Hebrew blue blah with the Galarian of the thing of a dove, and then it's you, like, you and, explain, and then and that snow comes down. You explain and that's surface like weather, water. and Gargetha looks at you and says, "Yes, this is why we remain in the caves. I would not wish to deal with such bizarre." circumstances imagine the people who have to live in that day by day you i'd rather they, not. <laughs> you know, they have to deal with and train in it i just huff a little bit <clears throat> so uh you're all able to uh uh you after having your chat with gargatha and and she makes it clear that the the cloakers are your next channel challenge uh you're gonna go try and find avona is that is that your next step Yes. Yep. All right. So uh, you're uh, making your way through the city, and as you do so, uh, Grisfell pops out of the skull, and he's like, boy. Uh, yeah, you have some explaining. news from the surface. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I assume the thing that we uh, <laughs> helped you out with, it seemed inert where we put it away. I didn't think it would uh, unleash its power and start corrupting the entire surface. And I don't know what from your stuff that you researched to uh, deal with the giant necro battery that's up there. He's like, listen, I, I think the cage should should contain it. It it's it definitely should. things. What things are already dying? Wait, wait, wait. This is completely not Alana. So. If it's for necromancy and it's already killing things, are the plants going to come back as zombie plants? <gasps> it's not be plants red. versus zombies. It's plants are zombies. 
Can I can I raise <laughs> undead uh, a leshy? <laughs> uh you're not sure. <laughs> there, that's a, there's a lot of tactical. Uh, dear um, creative director Pathfinder, <laughs> can I raise um, dead a leshy? I don't know if you can, but sure. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> of, you can have a vampire leshy. I mean, if it's a if it's a ghoul, then it's technically probably called a, a fleshy instead of a leshy. Oh, a come on. <laughs> So, so, huh? Well, do not Google fleshy, by the way. No, 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 don't do that. Don't no. do that. <laughs> Please stop. Grisfell is looking at all of you. He's like, so listen, the cage was designed to uh, kind of harness the uh, energy of the core and uh, store it so that I could use it. And I assume the thing we put it in is failing. Well, I, I, I Mr. Grisfell, it is wasn't... there any way to make the core stop in any of your notebooks? I didn't really get a chance to study ooh, it before ooh, it kind of killed everybody. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Ooh, we should go get it and climb back up into the in the mother cat and throw it at the Magobo and let it eat it. And then we'll have like, a potential zombie frog. That, that'll away. solve two problems, I'm sure. And also turn that monster into a necrotic death machine. Eh, what are the chances of that? A lot. Uh, yeah, oh. so I, I think, you know, uh, you know, it was designed to store the energy, but the I'm a little worried its storage capacity is an infinite. All right. So it looks like we got a time limit to figure all this crap out. And I mean, look, since you got your dreams come true, you didn't like Lord Bright Crown. You don't know my dreams. And so, I mean, you've obviously made them clear. You didn't care about the kingdom. You're getting, they're getting their comeuppance in your eyes. Yes, but but I don't care about the kingdom. I just don't know that. King Brightground's necessarily the nicest guy. I was going to just come up and then. Is this what you wanted? Mm, I'm not sure what I want. That's part of my charm. Well, so it seems. See, I mean, I might wake up tomorrow and decide, ooh, I really do want some unsweetened pumpkin. It's not likely, but it's possible. <laughs> I, I feel that we need to help. That's save what's exciting. Those but tomorrow there, it could yeah. be any tomorrow. There's all sorts of tomorrows that can happen, and you know, you never know what's going to happen until it happens. And then once it happens, you know that you want something else to happen, or maybe you like what happened, in which case you stay where you are at and you enjoy. I saw congrats since then. is like, are you okay? And he just vanishes. <laughs> I do you I saw, know how I... root systems work? Do you know how far spreading they are and how they can spread rot to another root system if they're touching? Who are you talking to? The Grisfeld's gone. Shenson Grisfeld is gone. But no, but I I think we have to make a vote here as a group. Do we want to if finish we... this objective here or rush up there and grab a death battery and try to figure that out before it kills anybody? I mm, that's ugh ugh we. We do need to figure out peace amongst the orcs and the cloakers, because I think the cloakers might just be hungry. Animals animals are hungry, and they're probably something eating the orcs, but we have to figure that out. But also, we need to go stop that before the rot and the undead spreads to everything. So, 
as you're discussing this, you're kind of making your way through uh the uh the town, making your way back to where you think the drow are. Um and uh you're you're making your way in that direction and uh you run into um a kind of curious sight. There on the side of the street are a bunch of kobolds holding chains and they are like, mark, 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 mark. and they are trying to wrestle control a large creature made of stone. Is oh, it, is the, it the Seer Stomper? It does look like a, a, the, the creature you saw from the stairs. And it is opening its mouth and grumbling something. I'm assuming none of you still, still none of you speak Terran. No, you don't let us level up, so it's hard to get new languages. You just got fifth level. But we I wasted it. I, mean, I, I tend picked to, Undercommon because I, I wanted to talk to everybody. I, technically didn't I should put, have picked Terran. Yeah, I didn't put down a new language, so I could put Terran. Oh. oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, there <laughs> I you can go. Be, I can be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> We've you know, already made a hot mess out of this session anyway. <laughs> can I have a convenient language for the plot? <laughs> Well, you know what? Here's the thing, Lauren. It's it's up to you. And if you want to say that Terran is the language you are trying to pick up, then that's fine. But you need to make that decision right now, and you can't change it. Yeah, Terran. Whatever the rock speaks. I I watch closely to see that earth elemental turn into a water elemental. Now it's speaking Aquan. I'll write it so down. <laughs> you, after your previous encounter uh, with these things, you've started to uh, try and pick up that language, looking through your old books, and you're not 100% fluid in it yet because you just picked it up 30 yeah, I got seconds off, I got ago. off my app, you know, just <laughs> listen to it on the, on the, on the right Glorian Translate. Uh-huh. But, so you've only picked up basics, like things like you know, common Terran words like earth and stone and things like that. They have plenty of words for that. Uh, but you've also picked up numbers and stuff like that uh, in your learning. And this thing says, I'm 11th earth must find watcher. Uh, did you like the watcher must be things like the 11th guardian of uh, the, the, uh, how many? Uh, Earth in, 11. In, in broken Terran, I'm like, how many out of 11 are you in some way? When you speak Terran at him, he snaps up and looks at you and says, Something 11th guardian, guardian of the stair, you think maybe? Floor? Um, yeah, your your Terran is very broken, and these kobolds yeah. are trying to like control this, and it's clear that there's some foreman or member of like some sort of kobold boss is like mac 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 and shouting at the other kobolds to get this thing under control, and in a kind of fit, it just rips and snaps chains on both sides, and as it does so, it slams its foot into the ground, and the entire area around you shakes buildings start to rumble and at that i'm gonna take a little break no, and, uh, we're, we're all gonna, gonna go die 
the cast a chance to uh, get themselves another beverage and get ready for the second half of the show. So uh, stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back in just about, you know, five, ten minutes or so, and we'll pick up with the second half of this episode of Band of Bravos. See you in a bit. No matter where you live, a worldwide Pathfinder 2nd Edition campaign is only a click away. Take on the role of an agent of the Pathfinder Society, a legendary league of explorers, archaeologists, and adventurers dedicated to discovering and chronicling the greatest mysteries and wonders of an ancient world. You can play online through Paizo's virtual tabletop partners, at your local hobby store, and right around your own kitchen table. Each scenario provides enough adventure for four to five hours of gameplay, while quests and bounties provide for shorter experiences. Join the Pathfinder Society and begin your adventure with more than a million other players by visiting PathfinderSociety.club. Welcome back, everybody. When we last, uh, right before we went on break, the Band of Bravos were making their way to go speak with the drow, especially Ivana, the drow that they uh, rescued the last time they were here in Cobalt Town, hoping to get a sense of the drow and the nature of their relationship with the cloakers. Um, however, on the way there, you encountered some kobolds who had one of these mysterious stone guardians in chains. Uh, they're desperately trying to uh, keep the thing uh, uh, in check. And as you approached, uh, Lorne remembered that he was suddenly uh, trying to learn Terran. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah, speak rock. Yeah, that. And uh, was able to kind of understand the creature. Um, and it, it mentioned that it is the 11th Guardian. The last time you saw one of these things, it said it was the 7th. Um, oh, so, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so... Uh, you saw the, this, this stone guardian wrestling with these, these kobolds that, that would be this guardian right here. And these kobolds have chains attached to it. And quite suddenly in a fit of rage, it rips the chain, snapping them, stomps its feet into the ground, which causes the entire area to shake and buildings to crack the earth, the ground itself, you know, shimmers and shakes. And, uh, we're going to start by having everyone roll me a reflex save to see if and you keep your feet. Reflex. Lawn got a 28. Uh, 30. As this is, as this is happening, mm -hmm. I'm pointing at the kobolds going, Forbidden! Forbidden! All right, so it looks like Shenson has a 20. Rourke, you have a, what, a 15? 15, I know. I rolled terrible. That is bad. <clears throat> um. All right, so let's see here. Um, with that, uh, Shenson and Rourke are both knocked off of their feet. Um, you are both knocked prone by this. No, oh, indignity. I'm already uh, low to the ground. Ha, I get it. So, uh, Rourke and Shenson, you both take nine points of damage. Oh. Uh, the rest of you take four. Oof. And this happens because the earth just suddenly just starts shaking up and down, and you're kind of thrown about, and debris is thrown all over the place. Rocks go flying up out of the earth. Um, this this thing uh, really messes up this area right around here. The entire area becomes kind of a, a disaster. It's not quite difficult terrain, but it's close. It's It's broken stone and rock everywhere. Um, the kobolds are thrown to the ground, and uh, with that, I'm afraid I'm going to need 
initiative. Initiative go. 26. Lawn got a 20. Indeed. Oh, oof, oh. What's going on? What do the rest of you guys get? A 17. All right. So I have everyone in order here. Let me go ahead and sort it. Um, all right, so uh, the initiative starts off with Alana. You get to act first. This thing looks, well, suffice to say, rather furious over its imprisonment, and it's now whipping chains around and throwing fists at anything that comes near it. Oh, uh, so far these things have been relatively peaceful and walking around to us, and I don't want to attack something that might have been a prisoner and I'm going to look at the kobolds and ask an undercom. And what did you do? What's going on? Um, the kobolds who have been thrown to the ground, uh, the foreman of them, uh, and you speak undercommon now? Yes. Handy. I picked it up. The foreman of them goes, we just wanted to study it. These things have been showing up and stomping through town. <laughs> it's a, it's a being. So you're just going to chain it up and take it? He goes, Yeah. <laughs> Has it hurt anybody before? Not till now. <laughs> All right, what what are you doing with your actions here? <laughs> oh, I don't want to attack anybody, but these kobolds just tried to take, they, they tried to kidnap something. Oh, I don't want to attack. Oh. Well, you don't have to. <laughs> no, 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 you have every ability to say nah. I'm going to delay my actions then. All right. Uh, so yeah, okay, you can delay. Um. Actually, I'm going to go stand in front of the rock being. Okay, you go right up in front of it. That's that's not really going to be delaying. If you start spending your actions, you're spending your actions. Oh, no, never mind then. Yeah, delay. Okay, Rourke. Ah, okay. Uh, I will get up, dust myself off. All right. Indignantly. I should have made that reflex save that was very poor. Um, I will then uh, 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 look to Alana and and uh, uh, Lauren and be like, ah, okay, uh, this is some kind of mystical thing. Uh, maybe there's a way we can shut it off or something. Um, and with that, I will uh, draw a sword and actually, no, I won't. I'm actually going to move in front of it and raise my buckler. Okay. Stand up. Draw your sword. No, stand up. Move buckler. So no okay, sword out. Gotcha. All right. Um, all right. It goes <clears throat> with a uh, kind of a uh, uh, terrifying grumbling roar. This thing just throws a chain wrapped fist right at you. Uh, uh, actually, you know what? It's not going to throw it right at you, Rourke. You haven't done anything to it yet. It's going to throw it at a kobold. Because it, it can uh, reach them with its chains. Do that. So, uh, oh, oh no. That's, no, that's... That'll do it, Jim. So, uh, it lashes out with a chain and just oh, slices pop. a kobold in half. Uh, the chains just whip out. Uh, the chain that was just ripped from that kobold's hand, it slashes out at them and literally just slices that kobold right in half. It will then take a second strike at another kobold nearby. Oh. Got a crit? <laughs> That'll be a critical hit. 
Uh, for 32 points of damage, that's another kobold that gets smeared. Uh, and with its third action, it's going to go ahead and throw that at uh, the foreman. And that is going to miss. Uh, so it's just whipping these chains out at people. Uh, and two kobolds get pasted almost immediately. Lorn. Well, technically, the kobolds instigated it, which is forbidden. <laughs> so. Forbidden. Where's the crowd of people pointing at the kobolds saying forbidden? Uh, you're not seeing, I mean, you don't know that capturing stone creatures is actually forbidden. I mean. <laughs> you know, it's like, the skybreathers are weird enough, but as soon as a rock person, it's all, it's not, yeah. So, rock, rock, rock bro did not do anything wrong until now. It needs, needs to stop burning kobolds. So yeah. we're going to try to, like, contain him real quick. So clapping hands together. Got a heightened spell that animate dead to summon a zombie brute behind it. That's a level oh, two zombie uh, creature. All right. So you go ahead and summon up a zombie brute. Yep. It just so, comes on. Or actually, look at the skull. Chris Feld. I need your help to save the Cobalt Town. Go! Now he's a zombie brute. Grisbell appears inside the body of this gigantic hulking zombie brute that kind of crawls up out of the ground. And in Grisbell's voice, he goes, Grisbell, smash! No, not smash, not smash, not smash. Apprehend. So now that all my things are done... I'm now asking Grisfell to apprehend this beast with its massive zombie strength. So I think, I think, uh, cause it's a zombie, it's permanently slowed, right? So instead of two actions, it only has one on uh, its go. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, to be honest, the rules are a little unclear here. Normally they get two, uh, summoned creatures automatically only get two, but they're technically slowed one, which would mean, I guess it only gets one action, but the rules are not exactly clear here. I, I need to check with the team for a clarification on that. But you know what? Sorry. Uh, we'll just yeah, say no, it's two for now. Yeah, you have and the one thing that makes we'll me go, I'm not actually sure how that works. Ooh, okay. Free errata so, time. Free errata. <laughs> yeah. So enjoy. Uh, here's how this is going to work. Uh, I can't imagine that it would be worth having if it only took one action. So it still gets two. <laughs> okay. So we're going to have, so he doesn't really need to do all that much anyway. He's going to spend his action to basically, you know, try to grapple this thing, try to apprehend him. I forget what specific action it is. I think it's it, grapple. It's going to be an athletics check. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and make yeah. that. Here it is. Yeah, it has a plus it's 22. Nine. Yeah. So he reaches out and tries to grab a hold of the, uh, the uh, stone guardian, but a 22 does not manage to do so. Uh, he can attempt it again. Yeah, but uh, at this minus is going to be an athletics check at a minus five, though. So yeah, try. We'll we'll try it again. <laughs> see if he luckily gets a twenty. He only gets a twenty-one, no, so it's, no, not uh, enough. Um. So and, uh, he's he's trying to grab a hold of this guardian who is just shrugging him off, but uh, he is significantly larger, so it is it is giving him an edge, but it's it's not quite doing it. Yeah. So those are all my actions and my zombie brutes actions. 
Yep. I'm just trying uh, to apprehend him. That was Lorne Shenson. Uh, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to look around and see if anybody saw me fall over, and hopefully nobody noticed. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I have the advantage of being able to cast uh, defensive spells that don't make me targets necessarily and don't commit me to actions against possible friends or enemies. I'm going to cast Mirror Image. I'm done. Ah, very good. All right. So you stand up and cast Mirror Image. Alana, we have gotten all the way back to you. It is now the top of the order. Um, the Stone Guardian looks still quite angry. Oh, dear. I... Mm. Oh, there's nothing really I can do at the moment that isn't an attack, and I can't... It's it's a stone creature. It's not a wild creature, so I can't even try to calm it down, can I? No, it, yeah, it's not a it's not a natural creature. It's it's made of earth and rock. All right, then there's then I'm just going to move over here and I'm going to call it good. All right, so you're just going to move. Yep. Okay. Rourke. Alrighty then. Uh, I guess <clears throat> I will. Um, I'm just going to try to. I'm going to test it. Let's test out its its stony hide. I'll be. I guess I'll be the first to fully attack it. Um, no. I'll draw. I'll draw my sword. <laughs> no one's telling me otherwise at this point. I. No. I, I, just, I don't know. I, mean, I was yelling. Is. Apprehend it. This is I, true. N- uh, that's not going to work for me. <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> Technically, I mean, honestly, try uh, tripping it happen. up or something. Find some chains or rope and like that's trip it up athletics. or get the kobolds out of it here. It was just tied up. You don't want to tie it up again. We need to calm it down. Grab its chains and net it to the ground. It's killing kobolds, Alana. I'm trying to save lives. It's defending itself. Yeah, I'm trying to save lives, okay? Trying to calm it down. We have to assess the situation and help it out. All right, thanks for that. You too. <laughs> you're welcome. We gave, we gave you a heads up so you can make your own decisions now. You're, you're a strong, independent bird. <laughs> <laughs> Athletic. Well, what are you what are you going to do? All right, um, I will go ahead and draw my sword, and I'm gonna gonna straight up provoke it by giving it a slice. All right, uh, it's flat footed since I'm we're flanking it. I, I hope we don't know. Uh, does a thirty two hit? A thirty two hits it soundly. It is uh, not quite a crit, but that is a very solid hit. Uh, but does five piercing damage do anything against its stony hide? It does. Uh, as a matter oh, of fact, it uh, it carves off some earth and stone. Um, the uh, the the creature kind of roars in. I don't know. You don't know if it's pain or not, but it it certainly right. looks like that hurt it. Terrific. Then I will raise my buckler. Okay. Uh, so you drew, uh, attacked, and raise your buckler. The yep. stone guardian goes. He is going to bring a fist down upon you, Rourke. You have mm-hmm. hit it. I know. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to wager an armor class of 31 manages to get What's you. A... That's a hit. Good that's lord. Rourke, why'd you have to hit it? Takes 16 points of damage as its fist mm-hmm. slams into you. Oof. It then is going to take its second attack to slam out with chains uh, at the kobold foreman. No! He's dead. Uh, no, that 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 knocked him down. He's unconscious, but he's not. 
pasted like the other ones were. <laughs> Poor kobolds. Poor uh, little yeah. McMix. The, the other kobold, by the way, has has run. He's he's fleeing. Uh, the foreman was trying to get things under control, but is now uh, unconscious. I'm just gonna go ahead and do that. Uh, he's he's down, and uh, with its third action, uh, it's gonna swing another fist at you, Rourke. But a 14 is not gonna do it. All right, the enraged... one moment, one moment, please. That is oh, a what? critical fail against my buckler AC. Oh, so you go ahead. Damn and you in your fifth level. <laughs> strike back. Uh, Darn you picking the class we made. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a 28 is going to hit it. It will take another six points of damage as you slice off more rock and stone that crumbles to the ground. All right. Uh, that was the stone. Or, sorry, that was uh, the stone guardian's turn. Yes, correct. Lorne. Cool. I talk to him. Try to calm him down. I uh, I didn't take anything that was like anything. Okay, so I don't want to hurt him. I mean, he did murder Cobalt, so it's kind of like, oh no, at this point. Uh, why you got to do this, Jason? Because I'm a monster. You are a monster. That's that's kind of the problem that we're having here. It's what I uh, do. Yeah, and I didn't prepare Ray of Enfeeblement today. Aww. So, or else that would have been more of a debuffy spell to try to help out with things. So, we're going to do this. Go ahead. Make a, a, a brief suggestion. I would love, I would love one. I don't know if this thing is identified by Arcana or Occultism, but like. Yeah, do kind of a check on it. To try to figure out what it is. Yeah. And maybe we can figure out some way to shut it down. That is an excellent suggestion. Thank you, Mr. Curley. I will like to perform a kind of a seek knowledge, I think it is, action. Uh, yeah, you can do the, a seek. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be an arcana check. Remember, if you don't spend one action to concentrate on the zombie, it will disappear. Oh, yeah. I'm still concentrating on that. All right. Uh, every time I'm doing that. Uh, All right. So it's one action to do this. And whoop, arcana check. That is a 26. All right. Uh, well, you take a good look at this thing and you're trying to piece together what it might actually be. Um, looking at it, you're, well, you're pretty sure that it's uh, not like constructed, like it's not a construct um, uh, because it doesn't, it doesn't have any of the hallmark signs of that. So you think this is some weird form of earth elemental, um, some specialized earth elemental that has been brought here. Um, that means it's probably been summoned by powerful magic um, because it it's it's actually here and there's no one hanging out concentrating on it like yeah. with your spells. Um, so whatever whatever has brought this elemental creature here um, is a very powerful source of magic. Um, you don't think that there's any way for you to just turn it off because it's actually here, um, yeah, yeah. as opposed um, to just being like summoned. Um, as far as, uh, what that, uh, skill roll gets you, uh, the one thing that is known about many elemental creatures is, um, that if it's not touching solid ground, it is weakened. Um, and while it is touching solid ground, if you hit it, it can sink down into the ground to, uh, uh, reduce damage and, uh, go into hiding and then pop back up and attack you again. 
Cool. Okay. Then for my final action, because it's one, it was one to sustain, one to do the check. For my final, I'd like to try to diplomacy at it. To try to convince it to like, yo, stop. <laughs> like, you're safe now. The kobolds are gone. You killed them all. So you're good. And we're not trying to, you know, kill you or whatever. In my broken Terran language. How would you like? How would you like me to um, do that? So you are trying to talk this thing out of murdering all of you. Um, yeah. Diplomacy is is typically not something that works in the middle of a fight, but I'll, I'll let you try a roll. Um, yeah. You might be able I, to change its targets, but yeah, I'll see if there's like an action I would take, which is like, please quit. <laughs> you, um, if, you could try diplomacy. You could also try intimidate, although that's not likely to work. Neither one of these are likely to just get it to stop fighting, but I'm trying. I'm trying to be a peaceful sure. necromancer, so diplomacy. Whoop! I just got a straight twenty, which is probably not enough. Yeah. So you you try and explain to this thing in Terran that you are not a, in danger and it can go about its business, but it it still looks pretty enraged. So it okay, it, so, it looks like it's going to continue fighting. Yeah. So um, for the um, so for now for the brutes turns, one yes. action is going to be. With the arcane knowledge you have bestowed upon me, Mister Bowman, is that um, and also and also Mercer to help you. I don't because this is not your turn. I don't think you can help me just yet. Okay, I couldn't debate yeah. it at all. Yeah, I, right. I apologize. I know you're trying to start in there. My bad. Um, so yeah. Nope, so nope. first action, try to grab the boy and lift him up, like you know, kind of like a getting under his arm, kind of like a suplex or you know, grabbing him, try to lift him yeah, sure. up in a way to restrain him. It's a grapple. Yeah. 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 A grapple. Yeah. So, roll and he gets a twenty. Can I spend my hero point for not him? Not enough. Can I spend my hero point for him since so he's my summon creature. Yeah, sure. Cool. I like to spend one. Let's see right. how much he fails. Yeah. So you spend a you spend a hero point and re-roll that athletics check. It's a twenty-two. Okay. Hey, look, that was one more. <laughs> hey, just one more. Hey, it's an improvement. And that the second is... action will still be the same thing. That's still a failure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so just roll well, again I, I mean, for another no, athletic. See if he better. luckily gets a twenty. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, you want him to try yeah, one more another time? roll? Yeah, another right, roll. Here it is, minus five, five. and nothing. Else. Okay. No, that was terrible. Oh, it got a three on the die. All right, my turn yeah. is done. I'm sorry for taking so much time. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, so, uh, the the zombie is trying to grapple this thing. The elemental just keeps shrugging it off, but is starting to look irritated by it. Shinsen, what are you doing? Uh, time to start dancing and prancing around with a lingering composition. All right. Uh, let's see my perform check to it's a 28. A 28 is a critical success. Hooray. So that gives us four rounds of bard bonus. And I'm prepared to be obnoxiously repetitive and reminding folks. Um, uh, Rourke, how smashed up are you as far as hit points go? I'm still, I still have more than half my hit points. All right. I'm going to throw a first, I'll uh, throw you a first level soothe. Also, Keely, so just a little bit closer to the mic. I think you're away you'll, from you'll get Sorry, us. I, I, I was looking away. Seven yeah, hit points good. back. I'll take them. Thank you. And if that wasn't enough, uh, you should oversell your wounds to me next time. <laughs> <laughs> All I right. Well, you. You reach out with some soothing magic and heal some of Rourke's wounds. That is the end of the round. Uh, some of the people nearby, there's a hobgoblin over here selling flowers. He's he's kind of backing away now. Uh, 
this cobalt that's still up is now uh, hiding along the side of the building there, kind of looking to see what happens. Uh, this street has cleared out pretty quick as creatures are trying to get away. The buildings right around here, their walls are starting to kind of crumble from the damage caused by this battle. Um, and we are back to the top of the order, Alana. All right, I'm going to throw a second, a heightened two action heal, Rourke's way. I find it appropriate the sirens are in your background with this fight going on. <laughs> that's how I'm feeling right now. Ooh, that's 22. more than Thank you. 22 healing will undoubtedly put Rourke back up to full. You still have one action remaining. That is how stressed I'm feeling right now because this poor thing just got kidnapped and it's scared and it's angry and I don't have any spells to help calm it down and can I use it to like like placating a terrified animal get really small, put your hands out show that you mean no harm diplomacy to this poor thing. You can try and make it clear that you are not a threat. You're not sure if that'll stop it from attacking, but... But maybe make it feel just a little bit better 23 um yeah i mean you you kind of are like no no stop 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 and it it it, it's not looking at you as a threat you can try tango footing it so it won't do things yeah but that might take it as eh, that actually might put mush between it and the ground well you got between now and your next turn to think about it because i get super away from it first uh, yeah, do we want to do want to take this thing anywhere? Because I can dance it out of the alley, or yeah, I think I we got. I wonder it. if we just everybody just backs up and gives it space to realize that it is safe and fine. Dance it over to the surely rickety sewer grate, and it'll crash through <laughs> into the water below. <laughs> we can't we can just do what we did with the troll. <laughs> just That's a good everything idea. by flushing it down. The band of Bravo strategy: just throw things down holes and just keep them down. <laughs> I will. Hmm. That's not going to, probably not going to be good enough. I'm going to spend my last year point on this. Why not? Yeah, that is not a good performance check. I'm thinking, I'm feeling, I'm feeling real bold and sassy. Yeah. Well, you got to roll better Uh, than a three, right? Oh, yeah. No. No, How about not? How about a two? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? The curse. The moment I said it, I knew it was like, oh, it's it's going to be worse. (laughs) It's like when I call critical ones or just. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you attempt to dance with this thing, and it does not work. It's a uh, oops. My, uh, oh, your dancing is making the dog bark. Dogs are uh, barking in the market. A, is a that nearby a critical failure by any chance? If you're dancing, <laughs> is that a critical failure by any chance? Uh against its will, uh, DC. Yes, that is a wait. No, it's not a critical failure. Okay, good. I don't fall on my face like an idiot. Um, so instead, I will just continue my 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 stabbings. All right, a twenty-two against its flat-footed flanking miss. If it can be flanked, uh, that is a hit. All right, so that's five piercing, and then raising up that buckler once again. All right, you uh, you slash out at it with your with your short sword. Uh, carve off another piece of uh, you know, earth that falls to the ground, uh, but this thing looks like it has not been hurt that badly at this point, and it now goes. The first thing it's going to do is throw a fist at you, Rourke. Here it comes. 
34 Ooh. to hit. Of course. Of course you crit for me. With, yeah, and that's still oh, a crit. Oh, that's right. That is just a crit. Thank uh, you for healing me, everybody. That would have killed me. Well, that's, uh, it's good I... that you've been healed because you just oh, yeah. took 48 points of damage. Oh, does anyone oh, know how to do no. math? <laughs> I do. That's I'm a so bard. I, I talk people into doing it for me. Right. I, I got you. So you're, you're a full, right? Yeah. You have 19. Oh. Oh, no. So he... Thanks, chat for those two those two hero points. He slams ago. that fist into you, ah! feeling a tremendous wound. That fist just hits you right in the middle of the chest. He then turns around and throws a fist at the zombie behind him. Yep, that is it. a crit as well. Yeah, uh, zombies are for... pretty low, so yeah, 30. Yeah. That is that is a twenty six versus the 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 zombie Grisfeld's AC of fifteen. That is going to do thirty points of damage. And with his third attack, uh, yeah, he's going to throw that back at the the zombie as well. That thing took a punishment punishing blow and didn't fall. So uh, armor class of eighteen will hit. Yep. It will take another sixteen points of damage, but at least it stayed standing. So, oh yeah. You know. So uh, I have a question for you, Mister Bowman. Yes. Sorry to make this even more complicated for you because summoning oh, things good. just makes life just sucks. So there's zombie abilities with these things. Do I get that if I summon a creature or no? Do you get a zombie's abilities? Yeah, like Are you normally you summon the these. Yeah, yeah. Abilities, like I don't know if that's a thing. Or not. Bloody bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, you just get a base one. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's not that good. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, I'm making, I'm learning, and this, and this allows people who watch this to learn with me. Yeah, no, sorry, worries. You're sorry for making you a did copy. that all on purpose. So, uh, you, uh, the, the zombie Grisfeld takes one hell of a punishment, but is still up and standing. That is the end of the Stone Guardian's turn. Lorne. Okay, well, you're up. Sustain, <laughs> sustain him. I'm like, well. We tried. Take my staff. Telekinetic projectile. Oh. <laughs> like, I tried. And then it's it's not going. Not to mention it is uh, it's killing my boys. That's a critical. Oh, <laughs> critical hit. Oh, and my. For ma- nearly max damage. Wow. A plus uh, one bard. Yeah, you pick up a chunk of rock and it goes winging through the air and just oh. blows a hole straight through the stone oh, garden. Oh, um, with, oh. My, with my arcane knowledge that I got from that thing, do I know what damage type it's weak against? Um, You don't think it's particularly vulnerable or resistant to any type of damage. It just has a lot of hit points. Okay, I was just making sure if like blunt or piercing would do more. No, no, no. no if not, uh, it's okay. Yeah, so that's like um, 42 damage? Yeah, it's going to be 40. Um, Oh, yeah. Sorry. Bard bonus. Bard bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> just, I just um, take a chunk of the rock it fell in. Boom. Straight through its chest. That literally blows a hole in it about yay wide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 we get it. We get it, Jason. It's a plus moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, we got your plus one. Uh, hey, helping. And okay. uh, so, uh, Lorne, uh, what is uh, Zombie Grisfeld doing? He's swinging now. He's yeah, like, he, all right, Grisfeld, we tried. No Start swinging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, that is going to be a hit. The first swing from the zombie is going to hit. That is going to do 15 damage. Okay. And the sec and the second swing just or second action is just swinging again. That's not going to do it. Uh, he comes up a bit short with the second one. Swings wildly, but what does a 21 not manage to do connect. it. That is the end bones? of Warren's turn. Darn it. Rusfell and Warren have gone. I was hoping 21 would hit it. <laughs> nah, I'm afraid not. Darn. Shenson. Okay. Uh, um, well, since uh, you got your clock rung there, uh, I'm going to throw a third level soothe your way, Rourke. Oh, thank you. So that's 30 healing. That's nice. That's Whoa. Uh, so Shenzhen reaches out with a, a powerful soothe spell, healing for 30. Shenzhen, you cast, still have one action remaining. I will cast shield to remain uh, arguably uh, non-confrontational. <laughs> Look at you. Being neutral. Did I do 57 damage in one turn? Uh, you did. Huh. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I like <laughs> being fifth level. Neat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alana, it's back to you. Why Top of the order. Didn't I prep Wall of Thorns this morning? I could have prepped Wall of Thorns. I'm gonna throw my other second level heal spell at Rock. So another eighteen for Rock. Oh, that healed up the forty-eight I did. <laughs> back up the full again. <laughs> hey, teamwork. And I. Just, we gotta back up. We need to get out of here. I can't bring myself to hurt a creature that's just terrified and cornered, so I'm just gonna go roar, leave it alone, back up! And move back myself to give it as much space as it needs. Uh, that is, uh, oh, so Alana reaches out and does some healing and flees, uh, urging the rest to do the same. Rourke, it is over to you. What do you got for me? No, this thing punched me. I'm not leaving it alone. <laughs> Punch me so hard. It. Punching is then uh, fighting words. I killed some kobolds first. How about that? Uh, I'm going to tumble through its space. I'm going to attempt to tumble through its space. All right. A 29. A 29 will do it. You do manage to uh, tumble right on through its space. All right. Finally giving myself a panache. Um, I will... You know, do the confident finisher. I don't know if this thing can take the precision damage, but we will find out. Does a 23 hit its flat-footed? A 23 does hit, and it is not immune to precision damage. So go ahead and give me that as well. Nine. A measly nine. Nine damage. All right. You yeah. uh, slash out at uh, this thing and carve off more of its earthen, stony exterior. It's looking really badly beat up. Um, it, <laughs> Thanks, uh, Lauren. I think you still have one action left. Yes, I'll raise that buckler. Very good. On its turn, the first thing it's going to do is throw one of its fists at the zombie that uh, hit it. Grisfeld, duck and weave! Duck and oh. weave, Grisfeld! No! <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> it explodes, Grisfeld. <laughs> it throws a fist at Grisfeld, critting him for 44 points of damage, and the zombie brute falls back into the ground and back to the ground and quickly rots away to nothingness. Uh, with its second action, uh, it is going to throw a uh, fist at you, Rourke. Armor yeah, class 26 for 17 that... points of damage. All right. 
That fist okay. clipped you right in the shoulder and kind of sent ah. you reeling. Uh, and uh, yeah, with its third action, it's going to go ahead and throw another fist. Nah, it's not going to hit. That's a critical failure, actually, against your AC. Repost. Parry repost. Though 21 is probably not going to succeed. No, that does come up short. All right. So the uh, Stone Guardian's looking very badly beat up. Uh, it has uh, thrown some fists at Rourke. It's destroyed the zombie uh, Grisfell, and that is the end of its turn. Lorne. All right. Well, uh, well, I want to save the other one for later. We're going to try it again because I don't have to hold anything up. One cash shield to myself, just in case, which ain't going to help at all, and try to blow it open again with telekinetic projectile. So 21 ain't going to do it, so we're going to spend a hero point. And kapoosh, again, and that miss even more. <laughs> then, well, that is how uh, hero points work here on the band. I got Bravo. all my damage out this session, so I yeah. I'm now done. Yeah, you're you're all spent. You've spent all your damage tokens. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I put my investments in and got nothing back. So, Shenson, we're over so, to you. Watching uh, the various conks and smashes and and whatevers are. Going your way, Rourke. That looks like a second-level soothe spell coming your way for fourteen <laughs> healing. Thank you. I could get yeah. used to this. And then I'll, I'll cast I like soothe, the especially tailored healing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, uh, shield again and continue to look tormented on whether I should go help fight or what. Yeah, I like how it's Rourke hitting. I'm damaging, and everyone else is just trying to heal. Well, you know, c- keeping up with this thing's damage output apparently is a oh, full-time it's insane. job. So, yeah. <laughs> that is the end of Shenson's turn. Alana, we're back to you at the top of the order. All right. Rourke, how much did Shenson heal you up? I think more I have- more uh, enough. I'm uh, you can you can do something else this round. Thank you. <laughs> I do appreciate it. How badly but, damaged does this thing look? It looks pretty badly hurt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> you know how that's gonna go yeah exactly you're gonna critical if you do any attack action you're gonna critical right now I have to put it out of its misery <gasps> what is that that's you a crashing a... wave that's a third level spell you right, summon so a crashing wave throwing... go ahead you are throwing a crashing wave in a 30 foot cone so emerging from Alana is this torrent of water that goes washing across, slamming into this thing, slamming into the buildings around it, causing massive damage. 21 points. Let me go ahead and roll a reflex save for it. I can't help it. I start clapping. That was rad! (laughs) It is going to fail the reflex save and take 21 points of damage. Um, It is very badly hurt after that hits it. Um, it looks uh, terribly beat up, and actually, you know what? It's going to crumble down into the ground. Mm. It crumbles. The wave hits it, washing it away, and the stone guardian crumbles down into the broken ground around you. The buildings nearby creak and groan as the blast of wave of water washes through them. This entire area back here is now just a complete disaster based, you know, starting with the the minor earthquake that hit the area and then followed up by the blasting wave of water 
this creature is now gone. Well, usually erosion takes a lot longer than that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to drop you out of initiative at this point because it, it okay. appears to be gone. But, but from what Lauren knew, that was not it dying. It was that it fleeing. You're not entirely Maybe. sure. It may have fled. It may have died. It's hard to say which one just happened. Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna assume it's dead. Uh, this is the you foreman didn't here. This is the foreman here, right? Yeah, he's bleeding to death. He is. He looks. Uh, actually, let me roll a couple dice and see if he survived. Uh, yeah, he's unconscious. All right, I'm going to pick him up by the front of his tunic. One fist, you know, fist to his tunic and pick him up. So bring him eye level, and I'm going to heal him enough to wake him up. <laughs> I thought you were about to yell at him when he's unconscious. I don't think he can hear you. <laughs> uh, he's going to be awake for gonna, this. Yeah, he, heal first and then. <laughs> yeah, and don't yell. don't berate him while he's unconscious. That's just a bad time. <laughs> All right. Uh, you throw some uh, healing magic into him, and his eyes kind of flutter open, and he's like, ah, mech, 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 ah. Uh, he says, you know, he's like, oh, what happened? Oh, my head. I'm going to pick him up, and I'm going to hold him over it like a naughty puppy. <laughs> rub his nose in it. <laughs> and I'm going to hold him responsible for this. He's like, what? I, I just wanted to study it. Those things have been wandering through the town for weeks now. And have they been hurting anything? No, but they're weird. <laughs> so are you. So am I. So is Rourke. He looks at you and he's like, well, that's right. Actually, he's really weird. He points at Rourke. <laughs> what you even is he? Don't Some sort kidnap of lizard? things. <laughs> Maybe we, can I study him? <laughs> Hey, no? Shinsen, what was that about the drainage? I'm still trying to figure out if uh, not being pointed out as weird is a compliment or an insult. What well, was that? considering that Rourke is, you know, a Tengu, he is decidedly strange compared to the rest of you. <laughs> At least to um, I was, I mean, this, I don't know where this little grate goes. We haven't been down in the sewer of this place. I assume there's treasures down there. We should go down there. No, no sewer levels. I'm tired oh, of right. sewer what levels. What am I thinking? What am I thinking of? Sewers are gross. I'm just like irrationally mad at this thing. And so while they're talk, figuring out what to do next, I'm berating him in every language I know. If you guys go down in the sewer, then I have to draw sewer tiles. And I haven't done that yet. So no, don't no, go down I, there. I, I was a little frightened and put off by how hard that thing was hitting. And I forgot the sewers are an awful place that no one ever should want to ever want to go. So uh, strike that from the record. When when Peyton, when you go put this up on YouTube, uh, cut that part out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. I like how you're suggesting that that Peyton's going to go through and edit out like one sentence. <laughs> nah. Yeah. 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 Uh, so th this cobalt just has an angry halfling druid yelling and halfling and common and dwarven and undercommon. Oh, that's right. I forgot you're, you're small like him. So you didn't really pick him up and hold him around. You just stood him up. <laughs> I stood him up and I, I'm, I'm basically holding him up and I'm like nose to nose with him and I'm holding him over the mess of broken ground and water and... And two dead kobolds. Yes. He's and responsible he's like, for this. 
listen, we just wanted to take a look at him. We we asked him to come along nicely. I didn't expect this to happen. And and so you think if he doesn't listen and say no, you can just chain him up and kidnap him. What makes you better than the drow cultists? He's like, what? Studying that guy isn't forbidden. <laughs> I'm not I mean, going to get anywhere with him. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> I drop him. Oh, how am I going to explain this to his mom as he picks up the body of one of the sliced in half kobolds? Um, the 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 locals start gathering around to take stock of this situation, and it's clear that while what he's done here isn't illegal, the results are kind of being viewed in a pretty negative light by most of the folk around here. I'm not mad. I'm just oh. disappointed. Mr. Cobalt uh, individual. Mick, 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 Mick. Uh, do you have a business card? Business uh, lab? Business leaf? Business he's like, I, I, I run the, the, the workshop down the street. Do you have any, do you have any pieces of information that you distribute to people to, in, to find your, you know, find your establishment? Like a flyer no, or something. Knows who, Craftman Plague is. Craftman Plague, is it? His name is Plague. Plague? Okay. Plague. Shenson, I would like to employ you for a performance across the thing. Uh, I want you, if you like, to announce to everyone down the street that it's all this person's fault. What? What? No! <laughs> He's like, don't do that. You'll ruin my business. I I'm, give him I, the eye. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> he looks at you and you see him kind of get little little like shifty eyes like, but that's uh, that's forbidden. No, it's not. <laughs> Hold on. I, gotta make I would ask. Check. Oh, OK. You mean a, a deception check? A deception check. Yeah. Deception made to, to buff. I failed. OK. <laughs> If you want to, since I'm not going to force you on anything, but I just figured. Well, to be, I mean, you know. normally, normally I get paid for performances, but since uh, since I know you, oh, this one will be free. I'll, I'll I'll spread the word with a a a very delightful performance about the the kobold who only wanted to learn, but in so doing, killed two of his employees. And if that's not forbidden, well, it sure should be. Um, all right, so you, you spend, a, you spend a, a, <laughs> a chunk of time ruining this poor kobold's reputation. <laughs> Good. He got two employees killed and tried to capture an innocent being. Here in Kobold Town, that's par for the course. <laughs> we gotta I'm set examples, to people. I'm all right. Well, um, you're able to kind of leave this situation behind and make your way, uh, continue on your journey. There's no sign of the Stone Guardian, whether or not it was destroyed or simply burrowed down into the earth. It does not resurface, so you you have no idea what actually happened to the poor creature that was attempted to be captured by the kobolds. But it's clear that Kobold Town is no longer just ignoring these strange visitors to their to their uh, to their town. Um, so you guys are trying to find Ivona, right? Yes. yes. All right. Um, so if you recall the last time uh, you saw Ivona, you dropped her off along with her brother, uh, 
uh, Rakarnas, uh, to a group of drow who are kind of hiding out in a neighborhood, um, who took Rakarnas, uh, in the hopes that they could kind of deprogram him because he had fallen in with the cult or at least been brainwashed. You're not entirely sure. Um, so, uh, I'm assuming you're heading back there. That sounds good. Yep, that's, that's our lead. That was like right. a neighborhood or something that we dropped her off at. Okay. Um, well, you head back to that neighborhood and it's kind of, it's, uh, it's, it's in the, uh, it's on the north side of town. It's in the shadow of the, uh, of the, of the keep. And, uh, you make your way up to that neighborhood. And when you arrive there, uh, there are a bunch of kobolds going about their business, but you don't see any drow. Hmm. I'm going to start asking around, uh, gathering information, trying to find out, uh, why there, why there's no drow, whether we can find her, just kind of ask around, get the, the lay of the land. Okay. Um, well, you start asking around and, uh, give me a diplomacy check. That's a 27. So you find uh, a few talkative kobolds and, and most of them are like, they're like, I don't know anything about drow. Uh, but you do find one that's like, oh, yeah, no, the drow used to be hiding out in the basement of those buildings over there, but they they left. They left like two days ago. They don't stay in any one place for a long period of time. Hmm. They're always worried that the cult's going to come find him. The cult says hunters after him all the time. Hmm. Well, maybe we should go look in that basement for clues. Yeah. I was going to say, what building was it? Was it like a tavern? Was it a storage house? Was it a bakery? Uh, no, it was just some residences. They were kind of hiding out in the basement of these residences. Um, so uh, you can go check it out. Um, that's not really that difficult to task, but uh, you, you quickly come to realize that they did not leave anything behind. I mean, or anything of consequence, right? You know? Uh, there's no real sense of where they left. It really Uh, wouldn't do them much good to be hunted by someone and just leave a, you know, a trail of breadcrumbs. uh, Before Uh, before we leave, Jason, I'm going to drop my little uh, fancy sigil there with this spell. Oh, okay. I I just clicked it twice. Yeah. All right. It's magic graffiti. Uh, I can't So Okay. So that's going to last, what, a month? Yeah. All right. Nope, it'll last a year because it's heightened to fifth level. Nope, month, you're right. I'm yeah, it's heightened level. to a it's third, third level, level spell. You are fifth level. That's <sighs> all right. So uh if you're gonna want to find the draw, you're probably gonna have to canvas around town and see if you can locate them because they're not here. I am okay with that. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. if we can't find the drow, do we make our way out of town and go see what's going on with the cloakers? Uh, I think so, yeah. Maybe ask well, around as we leave. They might still be here. So go ahead and uh, anybody who uh, wants to attempt this can uh, make a diplomacy check to go around in Canvas Town and see if you can't uncover the location of the drow. Shenson and Alana got two 25s in our yeah, search join, for our friend. Join Team 25, folks. That's a total of 50. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. gotta Add be the DC. Together. That's how that works, right? You just killed one possible friend. Let me find another one. Lorne, that's just a 20. Lorne, you're kicked out of the 25 club. All right, see you guys later. Exit Zoom <laughs> Bye, call. <Lauren. laughs> oh, no! 
Good <laughs> luck. Left Good luck to shine monsters without me, nerds. I don't know. I do pretty well when I'm upset. All right. Well, you kind of ask around a bit and uh, you don't get any like, oh, they're right there. But uh, you do run into uh, a uh, Durgar who mentions that uh, he thinks he might have seen them over near the arena. Ooh, go there. And then I can find out if that shape inside the arena is just the floor for a giant sausage. No, I mean, that's the floor of the arena. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and it's like a little door. It's it's not my fault. My 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 drawing is amateurish. <laughs> I'm not saying it's it's not amateurish. It's just it could be a very well drawn sausage. Please disregard the model. I didn't have the time to make it up to scale. <laughs> yeah, I, I listen. It's not my fault. Your campaign with all of its hand drawn illustrations is quite good enough. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, now that I, I'll tamp down my bitterness. Uh, yeah. So uh, you make your way over to that neighborhood and uh, uh, do some searching and uh, give me, uh, everybody give me a perception check. 21. 14. Lauren got a 13. Wow. People um, 13s right. are, are terrible at perceiving. So uh, you're doing a search around and uh, you don't really spot much of anything until Alana notices um, uh, that there, it almost feels like you're being watched. You got that weird feeling of somebody's, somebody's keeping an eye on you. Is it friendly? Is it feel? No idea. Um, All right. Mm. I look around and make it very obvious. My face. Hopefully it's Ivana and she recognizes her friends. All right. So you, you kind of make yourself uh, conspicuous as it were. Uh, and uh, after a moment uh, you see a uh, coming out of, so you've got kind of the Coliseum right there in front of you. The arena is right there and uh, emerging from the shadows of what looks like one of the tunnels that goes underneath the arena. Uh, you see a drow. Uh, and as she approaches, you can tell it is Ivona. All right. And the moment hey. she makes herself known, I stop making an ass of myself. She she sees you, nods, and then beckons you forward back into the shadows. All right. Well, I'm going to follow. Is everybody else coming with? Or yep. yep. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> nah, just you. <laughs> I ain't going in there. That's I've done a, it enough times. I'll turn into a mouse. It'll be just like every other time. It's creepy in there. And I'm old and beautiful. <laughs> did 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 you say you're old and beautiful? Yeah. You got a problem with that? Are you jealous? Don't age shame, Jason. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I just have seen the illustrations. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, you uh, you you follow her and she's. She leads you down into kind of the labyrinth of chambers underneath the arena. And uh, she, she, she brings you down there to a, uh, a kind of a quiet chamber lit by a single uh, uh, lantern that's in the middle of a table. And she's, she brings you there and she looks to all of you and says, I didn't expect to see you again. Me either, but mirrors are hard to come to find around here. Why have you sought me out? We've it is dangerous a... for me to make myself known. 
We are looking Hopefully. for a, a route to the cloakers, and we know that there's some sort of they attack the orcs, but they don't attack the drow. And uh, but uh, I mean, we also wanted to make sure that you were doing okay because last time we saw you, you were still kind of recovering from that ordeal with the cult, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, I thank you for checking in on me. I you can rest assured that I am doing well. My brothers program continues he is still suffering well hopefully some more time with family and being surrounded by friendly faces will help him hopefully at the moment we don't take too much of your time we did want to check in on you but we also wanted to see if you knew anything about the cloakers she looks at you and she says i do not know much about these creatures i i know that well, my people have some sort of arrangement with them. I do not know its exact nature. I have, I recall my mother speaking about them. All of the drow or the cultist drow? She says, I do not think you understand the nature of my people in this place. There are those who are in the cult and they dwell... Uh, in the Weeping Citadel. There are those of us who have escaped, and we are often either here or fled to parts unknown, deeper in the Darklands. But those are the only draw you will find. There are either those who are loyal to the cult or those who have broken free. I represent a small band who are attempting to break my mother's hold upon the drow. Ah... Okay. <laughs> and I do not know exactly what her arrangement is with these foul creatures. She has only mentioned that they will stay in line unless they wish to face punishment. So it's not it's it's not a mutual agreement. It sounds like they're being threatened. She says I such creatures do not often strike bargains with any. They are vile and loathsome. I, I was taught from a young age to avoid them and to uh, stay away from the, the waters where they dwell, but that changed when I was young and they stopped bothering us. Well, no creature is naturally vile and loathsome. They exist to exist. Everything is hungry. Everything eats. Everything defends its territory. But that's neither here nor there at the moment. At the moment, it's... It, at the moment, they're attacking only orcs and having... a parent peace with the ha, with the drow but it seems like something happened amongst the drow that the cloakers won't attack them at all and it was not a peace agreement it sounds like they've been threatened or a spell or i'm mostly thinking out loud at the moment she looks at you and says you may not think that they could be inherently cruel and loathsome, but you have not heard the screams of those they capture. They delight in tormenting them before they kill them and devour them whole. Well, so do cats. But cats oh, aren't vile and loathsome creatures. That's just the way nature is. Everything is hungry. Some animals, unfortunately, play with their food. I'm, I, I'm not one to pass judgment on anything. She, at she first looks tale. at you and says, you assume that what we are dealing with here is merely some vile beast. Such is not the case. These things are intelligent. They are smart. They can communicate. Well, that's good to know. 
Do you happen to know how or what language? They speak the common tongue of those who those of us who live beneath the surface of the world. They speak a vile, fouler language as well. At least many of them do. An ancient tongue, one of foul sigils and glyphs. <gasps> Ooh. But as I said, I've very little dealing with them. They, rackle, rackle squatter, not since I was young, they did not dare approach our people. It, it, it is clear that the cult has some sort of hold over them. Well, that's more information than we had at the beginning. I, she kind of is, she sits back and she says, you know, there may be something else. The, the cloakers, they do have caves up underneath the endless falls. It is where many of them dwell. And well, now that I think of it, about, about once a week, members of the cult would venture up into these caves with strange concoctions brewed up by the alchemists of the cult. And they would venture there and return empty-handed once per week. That Perhaps means, it is related. Does that mean you know how to get to the caves? I have never ventured there myself, but I know that there are tunnels that lead from the area around the Weeping Citadel to the, the, the Cloaker's domain. And then on the map, we're on the other side. Okay, sorry, thinking out loud. Uh... All right. I don't want to drag you out of the safety at the moment, so I'm not going to ask that you come with us and guide us as far as we can go. She but looks the at you and says, well, that is good because I would not accompany you. <laughs> <laughs> but the information you have given us is more than we've had at the beginning. So I do thank you, and hopefully we will leave you in peace so you don't have to make a move too soon. She She kind of looks at all of you and says, you do not understand. The cult hunts us relentlessly. Merely making our presence known means that later on today, we will have to move again. Well, I apologize for that. I, I really am sorry. Maybe she we shrugs. can help out with the cult someday. Such is not your fault. It is not your fault to bear. That doesn't the mean I'm any is, less sorry. The cult is truly terrifying, and what they do to those who defy them is horrifying beyond measure. I am hoping that one day we will manage to bring my brother back to me. Well, hopefully being surrounded by friends and good cheer and those who care for him might help. But at the moment, we don't want to overstay our welcome. She shrugs. I do not know what business you have with the cloakers, but I cannot imagine it will come to any good. They are horrifying creatures. Well, so is Lorne, but we still like him. She looks and gives a bit of a cracked smile. It's a living. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, says, very well. I'm, I'm afraid I cannot help you more. I, I did not have any direct dealings with them myself. But I would warn you that if you are hoping to visit these places, you will have to travel to the Weeping Citadel, or at least come close to it. And that area is well guarded. The cult does not allow any visitors into their hold. Any. If you are not drow, you are not allowed. 
and they yeah. will enforce that with violence. Well, we'll just have to sneak through. We're all good at sneaking, right? Mm -hmm. For your sakes. <laughs> if you are captured by the drow, they will not give you quarter. They will put you to a slow and painful death. I have seen it happen. They'll have to find us first. Well, our choices mm -hmm. are currently the drow or a very large unsep toad, so... She looks at you with an odd expression. I do not know that of which you speak, but I do know my people. They are vicious and ruthless and cunning. If you wish to venture into their domain, that is your business, but I would caution you. Bring every tool at your disposal to bear. All right, and I thank you for the advice. I wish the you luck. has no more dialogue. As much of it as you can find. <laughs> uh, with that, uh, Ivana kind of gets up and uh, ventures further uh, into the shadows. You can he hear other movement back down other corridors, and she uh, calls out in the uh, the tongue of her people for everyone to pack up and prepare to leave. At the door, she turns back to you and, and says, good luck, friends. I hope to see you again. And good luck to you. I hope uh, your brother starts to recover swiftly and soon. She shrugs. We shall see. Uh, and with that, Ivana uh, heads back into the uh, croft underneath the Coliseum. Uh, you are all uh, free to uh, make your way back out. Um, You've spoken to Ivana now. Is there anything else you want to do here in Cobalt Town? Or are you staying another night? What's your plan? Um, okay. We should probably stay another night since that was a lot of spell casting and hit points we just <clears throat> turned through. And then maybe <clears throat> tomorrow, quote, morning, head out for uh, uh, Cloaker Town. Cloaker the Weeping Closet. Citadel. Do we the Weeping Citadel. Yeah. The Weeping Citadel. Or do we find a way maybe to head it via boat? Hmm? Do we go down well, through the caves or do we go across the lake? That's what I was thinking out loud earlier. Oh, and then approach from below. Yeah. And, well, what you'll need to do one way or the other is find out a bit more about the area that you're trying to visit. So you really need to find a map. Oh, we'll do that then first. Yeah. Before, before bedtime. Map, map. We'll go down to that cool map store down in uh, Pioneer Square and find one. Oh, yeah. No, that place is great. Uh, yeah, that one. That <laughs> is the most up-to-date cartography you've ever seen this wet side of Cobalt Town. That's yeah. right, yeah. The finest maps drawn on the finest sheets of fungus. Um, so um, you uh, begin to head off and find uh, a map maker. Are you going to pick up other supplies? You've probably eaten through some of your trail rations and stuff like that. I don't know if you want to resupply. Um, you yeah, also we'll have that diamond if you want to sell that off. Oh, I have a diamond. Maybe buy something. Yes. Yeah. How much they, can we get for this diamond? Diamonds. Do we, does anybody have spell components that need a diamond? Not yet. Uh, does Wish still use a diamond? <laughs> some, of the, some of the rarer spells still use diamonds, but I, I doubt you have any of them at your level. Just um, stash yeah, it like, for later, know. forever. <laughs> 
fucking no. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this level you at some point. The diamond appraised. And uh, after asking around a bit, you're pretty sure the diamond's worth like 500 gold. (gasps) We could put the diamond in Griselle's skull eye and it could be a decorative staff piece until we meet it. Precious gemstone. That is a very valuable one. It's not small. It's it's a good sized diamond. Mm -hmm. I think we can purchase some things that we need for now. Triggering my shopping reflex. So you can certainly sell that and uh, spend some time looking for some some new gear and some new equipment. That's that's not a problem. It's a rock. It's a shiny rock. It is a very shiny rock. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you end up uh, finding a map, and uh, and I'll make sure to have one ready for you for the next session. But uh, you're also able to go around and buy some supplies. But because this is a live game, we're not going to exactly do that live. Uh, Everyone bring yeah. out your books and start shopping. Now we'll yeah, do that we'll, offline. We'll, yeah, we'll uh, figure it out we'll, later. That, that's the session that always happens when you have a friend over that doesn't really know what RPGs are like and wants to see all, all the fun and is just shopping and like... Like role-playing, maybe a bar yeah. fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, new players love it when the game is all about haggling. <laughs> yeah. Mm, haggling. No, it's, it's funny because I used to work for Toyota or whatever and all the salesmen know how to haggle. It was it was a nightmare to play any RPG with them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! You really needed to shave four copper pieces off that they, potion. They would price, nickel so. and dime us, dime either me or whoever was game mastering at that time. And it's just like it's yeah. not. We're not financing. It's like stop. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cobalt Town does have some really good financing options on your nope. next new wagon. <laughs> nope. <laughs> So anyway, uh, (laughs) you're able to investigate a map and uh, uh, you do have uh, some options there and we'll we'll talk about that before the next stream. But uh, in either case, you manage to gear yourselves up, get a map, figure out where you need to go. All of that takes about a day. So you're able to rest up and uh, get yourself healed back up to full, get all your spells back. And with that, you gather your party and step foot once again out of Cobalt Town, this time turning to the north making your way towards the Weeping Citadel and the Enclave of the Drow. And that is where we're going to end today's session. Uh, Before we go leaping off into the future, uh, I want to thank everybody for watching. We've been having a great time uh, with Band of Bravos. Uh, It's always a lot of fun having you all here. I hope you have been really enjoying it. Before we go, uh, I'm going to toss it back around the horn and let everybody tell you where where you can find them on the internets and what they're up to. before we call this a day. James, we'll throw it back to you. Hey, I'm James Jacobs. I'm a uh, creative director for Pathfinder. I play Jensen. Um, you can ask me your all your questions that you want about the game or Galarian over on the Paizo forums. Hey guys, I'm Marissa Maria. I'm Paizo's web content manager. You can find me on the Paizo forums and all the social media, Instagram, Twitter, whichever, at Marissa Marie, M-A-R-Y-S-S-A-M-A-R-I. And Jason, why do you gotta keep killing my potential friends? It's what I do. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, it's me. Uh, sorry, I already had the book open and I was looking at treasure. Um, <laughs> hi, uh, I'm Jason Keeley, Starfinder developer. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HerzWeston, H-E-R-Z-W-E-S-T-E-N. And I am just already thinking about all the things we can buy with 500 gold. It's a lot of money. Mm, it's a lot of money back now. Peyton? 
Oh, sorry. I, I, I was doing all of our background stuff, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm embarrassed. You're fine. You're fine. Why don't you just, just go back? No, I'm just embarrassed. Peyton, edit it out when you put it on YouTube. No, we're keeping my failures in. No, he's not going to do that. I'm I'm Peyton. I'm the social media producer here at Paizo, and I would like to say, you know, I've been playing Lord Bonds. You can find all my online stuff at Zorn the Bear everywhere. Just type it up on Google. You'll basically find how weird I am. And thank you so much, everyone, for playing. You guys have been fantastic. And thank you so much, Jason, for game mastering another amazing session. Yeah, this was this was kind of an interlude session, which I like. I like giving breaks in the action, and this was this was rather fun. So I'm glad. I hope you all enjoyed it, folks. Uh, you can find me uh, on all the various social media platforms: Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch at at backslash Jason Bullman. That's J A S O N B U L M A H N. I want to thank all of you for for tuning in and watching the show. Uh, we've got a great crowd of folks watching this. Uh, you've all made this a lot of fun. It's fun watching your comments in the chat as the as the game rolls on. Uh, so I want to thank all of you for stopping by and watching Band of Bravos. We've certainly been enjoying running this game. We will see you all next Friday at 2 p.m. Uh, uh, Pacific time right back here on twitch.tv backslash official Paizo for our brand new episode of Band of Bravos. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. So long. Uh, I think we're going to buy a pocket stage. <laughs> <gasps> yes.